Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, and Zach. You can find us on Twitter at PodRoundtable. Feel free to DM us with any content ideas or anything of the like. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Roundtable Podcast. Um, we've been gone a little bit for, what, was it two weeks now? Um, a two-week hiatus. So, we were busy. Um, I won't give you the spiel about it being a side thing as we are. We all know that. But, I'm glad to be back. We're fully loaded with Miles and Joe. Yeah, if you're, play- if you're playing Roundtable Bingo or something, you can always pretty much check off Zach saying, you know, it's just a side thing we do, so. I, he's not wrong. It is a side thing we do, if you didn't know. Um, check it off. Free space. <laughs> but, we're going to start off, um, it's going to be kind of a return episode because... We've been gone for so long that we have to cover so many different things. Um, so we're going to start NBA, and then we're going to try to transition into NFL in a timely manner. But if we don't, who knows? I mean, we're kind of a shit show with the way I ramble. So does anyone have any NBA topics they want to start with? My soul hurts. That's like what I say. You take a little bit of what I do. Yeah, my soul well, also hurts. My soul hurts because the Celtics, man, they just, they it didn't go well, obviously. It didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. Like... Well, so it hurt it, really, really bad at like when it was Sunday night, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I woke up Monday, and I was like, "Okay, I had to write an article about it." Um, Hoopsoftheday.com. Just quick plug there if you want to read about the Celtics or any other basketball stuff. It's my site. But wrote a quick article, and I was like, "You know what?" Cooler heads prevailed. I went on an absolute rampage on Twitter that night on Sunday night. I was fucking vile, <laughs> but um, as you are, yes, um, very much so, but. I calmed down. I was rooting for the Lakers hard Sunday. I was like, fucking, fuck the heat. I want the Lakers to kill him. And then I woke up Monday and I'm like, why in the world did I say I want the Lakers to win? Like, I just don't even want anything like that to happen. Um, but, I mean, there's cooler heads prevailed and there's there's many good things to take out of the Celtics season besides the fact that they shit game six away in the last eight minutes of the game. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously there's things to take away from it that were good, but... I it hurts. Honestly, I feel like it's easier... And I don't know if I don't know if Miles and Zach if you guys agree with this, but like for me, if it was almost easier to stomach once I realized it was over with like two and a half minutes left. Oh, I would <laughs> then if it was like a last second, like they're in it, they're in it, they're in oh, it, no, and it didn't work out. That's hundred percent what it is. Like yeah. they started just like jacking those threes. I was tweeting. and I was like, all right, it's over. <laughs> yeah, when they were shooting those threes, I was like, oh, all right, this is this is how we're gonna go out. I'm like, this is how I'm gonna guns blazing just if you scrolled back to what my twitter was during the last like six minutes of the game it was stop shooting threes you guys are fucking stupid stop shooting threes what the fuck is happening stop shooting three it was every other tweak is every other every other possession they were shooting a three. Oh, they, like two seconds into the shot clock it was too. so bad it was you know what it was i t- again i tweeted it because you know me twitter maestro over here um maestro is it not maestro? no it's maestro maestro, maestro. i thought it was maestro maestro m-a-e fitchburg state education <laughs> Just that um, Fitchburg public school education. Exactly Fitchburg public schools. Growing up in Fitchburg. Um, but anyway, um, Fitchburg Maestro. Actually, it is Maestro, isn't it? Yeah, now you're a Fitchburg it. Maestro? Fuck! Twitter <laughs> Maestro. Um, this is already off to a rough start. Um, I was tweeting that it was so similar to Tatum's rookie year 2018 uh, game 70s conference finals. Against when the Cavs. It was Tatum, hit, Tatum dunked on LeBron. Tatum hit a three. They took the lead. And then LeBron just... I'll I'll save I was gonna say something bad, but um LeBron had his way with them. And then um 
all they did was shoot threes. Tatum was shooting. I mean, well, Tatum didn't actually take that many shots on the stretch. Brown shot a bunch of threes. Rozier was front-running threes. And it was like, it just reeks of them being young. And it was the same thing in Game 6 against the Heat. It was like, it's a team that's so close, but it's just not there yet. They don't have enough maturity. or They don't have a closer? Tatum isn't there. I don't think Tatum's a closer yet. Like, he's insanely good. I think he's top 15 in the league. But he's not... I don't think he's experienced enough to be a closer when an entire defense is focusing on stopping you. Let alone the fact that everyone else was off. Like, as soon as Tatum started missing shots, it was fucking game over. Because Kemba was kind of off the entire game, the entire series. Um, the Brown entire couldn't bubble. get much to go. What? The entire bubble. Yeah, the entire... Kemba was off the, basically the entire bubble. Um, so, so I don't know if you guys saw, Danny did his... Yeah, he... He did injury. his, like, season recap press conference, and he was saying that Kemba was hurt Kemba the entire hurt. bubble. Yeah. Like, I, he was never 100%. Kemba kind of hinted at it, too, in his, in his post game. I don't know if you guys saw it, but might have been Washburn, might have been uh, someone else, but they were like, Kemba, does, does your knee factor into it all about how, how you played down the stretch here? And he's like, any answer I say is an excuse for you guys, so let's just, let's just go on with, like, skip that question. Because, I mean, it is true. That's kind of the reality of today's society, that any anytime you bring up an injury, oh, that's an excuse, when that shouldn't really be the case, but it is. Like, I think you could say Kemba was hurt, while you can also say Kemba played bad. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, hand-in-hand hand mutually exclusive. Um, but you can, you could tell. I mean, you just watch Kemba, and you... If anybody watched him in Charlotte or if you watched him at the beginning of the year with the Celtics, when he's healthy, he's as quick as lightning. Like, right to the rim, and he's by guys, and his jab step's, like, crisp, and it's all there. But in the bubble, it was like... He was in, like, quicksand. It was so hard to get by guys. He couldn't beat anyone off the dribble. And then the next night, he'd be fine, and then he'd be back to a bad chem. But it was... it. You could just tell he wasn't right. Yeah, so, I mean, I've I've let it marinate, kind of, my reaction to the Celtics. Um, do you want to earth your take now? Because you've been you've been housing that for a little bit. Have you made that public? Oh, the the Kemba one about trading Kemba for yeah, and like I mean, yeah, I, I would still trade. I would still trade Kemba for like a talented big if one became available. Like I would still do that. Yeah, I think I think Brad Stevens has shown in his system it's point guard friendly. So like yeah, you could literally start Marcus Smart and Brown, Tatum, Hayward, and like. A big said big yeah and like said big Miles think, Turner Carlton Towns I don't know if any of those guys are gonna be available cat would be wild but if like they would be a better team probably Maybe. I think that's just how like you look back at like history and stuff through the NBA and like the actual champions and like who like the teams that go further it's there's always I feel like that point guard is never really like that important this, it's never the star yeah, player always, always a wing. it's always or a big. wing or a big man or it's a duo between ha- yeah. having a, a really really talented wing and a really really good center or just a big man like Shaq and Kobe or like the only yeah. recent one you could think of is like Curry on Golden State like like where it's like heavy centric and that I guess is just like yeah that like I agree that's I guess that's way. just shoot I mean, and I think that's just because their guard. style of play and yeah, and no, no, that, also, also like, you look at that team mean. though and they played incredible team defense the, they the rebound well for their, their chemistry size. was yeah, incredible yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just screwed. I almost knocked over the, the stand. Keep going. Um, incredible team defense. Uh, you have Curry. You would before they got KD. It was Curry, Clay, Harrison Draymond, Barnes. Harrison Barnes, Andre Iguodala. Yeah, like that's a good lineup. <laughs> it's all like smaller guys, but they played team defense and they made it work. And then they yeah, got Kevin bench. Durant, and Kevin Durant was like, like 
upped his defensive game considerably when he got there. He was like a legitimate rim protector. Like yeah, he like literally played center and, and was just, like <laughs> he was fine. It was wild. Yeah. So like uh, even then like they were still they still had wing centric some type of yeah they, like, a wing and a big man. yeah. And like the Celtics might have if Daniel Tice didn't sleep with Adam Silver's wife and I know. or his mom or like Tice whatever is, that happened with that. I will say um Tice gets a bad whistle but holy shit, I was mad about it after game 6 but marinating like bam is still one of my favorite players in the league outside of the celtics like that dude's fucking good he took that was like that i don't want to say lebron i just kind of want to overreact because like he's not lebron not even close but the way he took over down the stretching game six it was nasty he was it was literally fuck 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 jimmy butler that is not jimmy butler's team i will refuse to give that team to jimmy butler because that is bam Adebayo's team jimmy butler was he had zero points in that second half. Yeah, Joe's giving me the crazy eyes. Yeah, that's no, bad. Like, I just did the same thing too. Well, I just, I not, kind of just that head, game with that game was Bam's game. But look at the entire game series one I, through dude, five. Look at, he Jimmy Butler some, was the one they went dude, to when they needed a bucket, and he and, usually got it. Because I don't know if you remember Zach. I the Celtics blew a lot of leads when Jimmy Butler they? decided to take oh. take charge. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember. Did I'm, you write about that in your blog? No. Yes, I actually did. I did write about that in my blog, actually, though. Like, he made some Marcus Smart-esque kind of, like, defensive plays. He made some ridiculous, like, diving fucking saves out of bounds, just getting after ball. Like, I don't like Jimmy Butler, so that's why. Jay Butt. I mean, I'm mad that we lost him, but I still like Jimmy Butler. I I don't like Jimmy Butler from the Chicago days, so, like, that isn't anything new. Um, But I think that's Adebayo's team, at least at the start of next year, if it's not now. Like. I want to rewind. I didn't even finish my take. You didn't? No. So just, this was a side off the Kemba trade. Kemba. Oh I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still on this. Like yes, if a talented big becomes available and you can get Kemba, or you you make it work for a big fine. Looking on Twitter, talking to people, like friends and whatnot. <laughs> they're like not like actual people. talking to scouts. Yeah, talking to scouts, guys. <laughs> I'm really tuned in. Um, <laughs> people talking about like, is it on Brad that they don't achieve? Is it on the young guys that they don't? That they don't make it work. People not giving a pass for Kemba's injury, Hayward's injury, et cetera, et cetera. The more I've thought about it, the more I actually pin the blame for this year on Danny Ainge. I do too. I wrote about that in my blog. Did you? I did not read this. I wrote about Um, that in my blog. I think Brad was pigeonholed into having to play Hayward too soon. Bingo. Because he needed to not put Semi Ojale on the floor. Romeo was hurt. Brad doesn't trust young guys, and sure, that can be on Brad. He probably should have played Grant Williams more. Oh, yeah, that 100%. was way before Grant Williams was Grant Williams, too, though. You got to think because no one like even before like when we drafted him and stuff. I feel like I don't know. Oh, Danny, yeah, you're saying like Danny didn't get enough talent. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying like in general, like him not being comfortable put Grant Williams like you were saying like younger guys like on you, the floor you need and, to give them those minutes in the regular exactly. season. That's and like saying, Brad yeah. just doesn't do that. That's mm-hmm. his thing. Um, it goes back to even when they first drafted Jalen Brown as rookie year. Jalen Brown was like fighting just to get minutes and he was the third overall pick it's like you need to give your young guys minutes at some point to develop them um so that way they're ready down the down the year down the line mm-hmm. i think you look at like in the same with kemba like you just brought up like was kemba ever 100 percent? all right well how much is that on brad then for force feeding us 35 plus minutes of kemba every night or however many minutes kemba got because he got a lot yeah. of minutes still mm-hmm. and it's like is that on brad i don't think uh, brad wanamaker maybe because <laughs> brad, Wan- brad. <laughs> wrong it's like that meme that's like call an ambulance but not for me um, not for me yeah call an ambulance call an ambulance but not for me um but yeah like literally brad wanamaker is so bad yeah it's like okay so you He's have to play you have to play kemba all those minutes because brad's wanamaker isn't good hayward can't be your primary ball handler 
it's uh, during times because he's hurt, but you have to play Hayward early because you can't play semi. Yep. You don't have any reliable big after Tice. It's yeah, it's that's that's what I wrote about in the blog is the big man thing and like the it was said at the deadline. The Celtics need a scoring bench player. Like someone you can put in there and you can trust with minutes. Wasn't semi. Romeo never came around. He kept getting hurt and he would never he would never get enough playing time. And Grant, while Grant should have been played more, he's also not a scoring bench player. And he's Carson. A, Carson never came around either. Um Carson Edwards, that is. But um like it's not a, like Grant's have been played more, but he's not the scoring guy you need either. Grant's defensive little guy. things. Yeah, he's like a blue collar guy. He's gonna go out there and like set picks for you and like Grant, great player. I love Grant. Should have played a lot more. Um, but it's not like you're putting Grant like, all right, Grant, give me 15. It's right. Like, you're not doing that. And so I said the exact same thing in my blog about, uh, about Danny Ainge is that everyone yells at Brad Stevens about his rotations and his use of guys. And it's like, who the fuck do you want him to use? He has like six reliable guys. Seven and that, that was my big response when everyone that I was talking to, friends and whatnot, were like saying, like, Gordon Hayward's terrible. Like, why is he in here? And it's like, what do you want him to did use? You, did you see Semi? Like, Semi sucks. I'd rather still have Hayward. Like, and Semi, it was off. So, but he can't dribble. It's like, I think Semi's gone after this year anyway. I think he might be a free agent. Um, so, if, my thing is that, like, I hope he's gone. I don't want I understand the more. drafting strategy, and I understand, like, I don't even blame, I don't blame Danny for drafting, and I understand that, like, there's other factors at play, like how much cap space did they have? They really wanted to try to entice Horford to come back mm-hmm. once they realized they could make space for Horford still. And like, there's a lot of different Glad factors. that didn't happen. What? Glad that didn't happen. I mean, I don't think Horford would have been as bad if he was with us still. I think there would have been, it would have been a different system and Brad knows how to use him properly. And mm-hmm. the passing out of the post would have been used because there's actual people. Using him as a hub would have been nice, yes. Yeah. But the fact that like, it really boils down to you spent your mid-level exception on Ennis Cantor. Ugh. And that just never panned out. Ew, he's like, yes, play. he scores, but the it was oh. Brad basically looked at him looked at him and said, like, I can't I can't play you in meaningful minutes. Regularly. Regularly because of your defense. It's scary. Enos was that off the bench score that you got. Yep. Exactly. He That's was the guy. Was. It's, it's oh. he was I mean, he was say. probably supposed to be the starter, but then he wasn't. And it's like, then, okay, but he can be your off the bench oh. post up. Get you ten points. That was so. Get like, your rebounds. That's, thing, that's what you were hoping. Like that's what you, I'm sure is like Celtics. Would rather Rob Williams be that guy instead. Like you were hoping, like he made that leap to be like, okay, you throw him and he can be the second, like off the bench. Like yeah, center. and he never, and he never, and he, he was hurt too, and everything. Yeah, like this shit, so. hurt his hip. He's gonna come around. Like they, I hope he does. They need Rob to be. Because I don't know where else they're gonna find. Like people are talking about trading up for um little draft talk here. USC's Onyeke. Onyeka Ngongu, I can't yeah. fucking pronounce Okungu, his name. Okungu, I I'm think. so white. I'm a, I apologize. I'm just so white. But, Onyeke Ongongu, um, I think is his he's, name. He's a good. Like he's that. a good player from UFC. He's uh UFC USC. He's a center. Um, I've seen him draw comparisons to Bam. I think that's premature, but I guess the same general body type kind of idea. Um, not nearly as good of a passer as Bam, but that's besides the point. They need a they need a center for the future because no matter where you turn, like either get a center for the future or get someone to back Tice up that's just as good as Tice. Like, you need either two Daniel Tices or you need someone better than Tice so Tice can be lessened a little bit and still play, a, like, a big role. Um, And so I've seen people talk about trading up for... Uh, on, on, yeah. <laughs> Fuck! It's, uh, here, you, you I got you right there. here. It's uh, Onyeka Okungwu. Or Okungwu. Yes. I, we're all so white. Well, Onyeka Okungwu. 
There I, you go. That's his name. All right. Well, that. six nine though. I know what problem's name. So but you're getting a little bit of an undersized center. He's a little do. undersized, but he, Bam's also not giant either. Bam's like six six eleven. No, no, Bam's not six eleven. Is he? Bam's I think like, Bam's like six nine, six ten. Bam is like six. Uh, Just Google Bam real quick. I'll I'll spitball for a little bit. Um, point being, I've seen people talk about trading her for 6'10", him. Six ten. Six ten on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> I've seen people talk about trading her for him because he's he's gonna go like top seven, top eight. Um. They're going to need to do something, or they're going to need to hope Rob Williams comes around because they need shooting too. Yeah, Rob, off the bench, one hundred percent. They need so someone bad. out so, of that draft. This draft is going to be big. They have I was three following picks. Um, Andrew Doxy. Obviously, you know Andrew Doxy. Love Doxy. Um, he doesn't listen sadly, but love Doxy. If anyone wants to follow him, yeah, at Andrew Doxy on Twitter. We'll give him a little shout out here. Uh, he tweeted about um, Desmond Bain as he can a shoot really well as a like a real like he was quote retweeting someone saying it, he's the best shooter in the draft mm-hmm. um and it's just a just coming off a screen and hitting it like it has to be what like i'm looking at this video now like at the at the edge of the logo yeah like of center court like, i've watched, it was I've a, watched some it was a pilots. deep three and it's just so smooth and quick mm-hmm. it's like that's a guy we need he might go i was um i was i saw somewhere on twitter that he might go back into the first round so I don't think they'd have to trade up for him, um, which gets interesting to me because now we're gonna uh, we'll have a whole draft episode eventually. But so I don't want to go too far into it. But they have three picks, and I don't want them bringing three rookies. So they're gonna have to figure out: do you package all three and move up for somebody, or do you package like some of them get a player and move back and keep one in the end of the end of the first round to get someone like a Desmond Bain? Um, I mean, depending how it shakes out, I think Danny talked about drafting for need this time around. Yeah. So which like, people took? Did you see people take that as a bad thing? Oh, here we go. And it's talking about for need. It's like, that's exactly what I want him drafting for. Like, go get someone you need in this draft yeah, instead of at, the whole bullshit of best player available. We'll make it work. It's like, no, you don't make it work. We'll get a fucking player you need, bro. Yeah. Well, like, look at like let's 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 throw it out this way right now. They last year they went best player available. They drafted Romeo at 14. 14. When did Duncan Robinson go? 13. Oh no, Duncan Robinson was undrafted, I think. Yeah. He was undrafted. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero went 13 off. Tyler Hero went 13. Went right, that's what they wanted. Which was, sucks so came, bad because oh my god. And then, that wasn't even like post like oh uh, Ainge wants him now because he's so good no there was a bunt there was so much smoke on Tyler Hero before the was draft yeah. yeah Ainge loved him if we got him that oh that solves it that's your score that's your score for yeah. the net like oh, oh man fine. I hate a lot of guys but I'm like yeah Tyler you're Hero. a very hateful person Tyler Hero's so I love great. Tyler Hero yeah okay well, so, talking to a kid so who has my, a my city is like, like a maybe city not city. all right Duncan Robinson went undrafted he went undrafted fine but like maybe not the best example but like you take you got Romeo mm-hmm. who was Basically, backlog like is he's he's buried in our depth chart. Mm-hmm. And there's it's like, no, where's there room for him? There's there's nowhere. no room for him. But that was the best player available. And like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I like the pick. I think there's opportunity for him next year. I love Romeo. Yeah, but would they be better with Romeo or if they found a Tyler Hero type, some player. other shooter in the first round? Absolutely. Even shooter. if it was just a guy that only the only thing they can do is that they're a marksman, and it's like, but they hit him. That's what the Davis Bertans um. Aff- affinity was really i mean I was he's, trying to find he's a, a free agent jason tatum yeah but he's he's gonna be so jason much money. tatum love dave davis bertans did he you ever see that like oh yeah there was like some shot where it was I, or not shot but it was a tweet and i remember um it was like some highlight package of bertans like i think Just he had he had everything. a crazy like night and he was jason tatum quote he's like oh, his I shit's chicken that. or something yeah. like that and i was like oh man that hey, was he the trade i remember him, that huh? um but that's what that's what the affinity was over davis bertans like he can't defend. He's not a good rebounder, but he can shoot the fuck out of the ball. And it's like, that's the exact thing you need on this team. Like, this team is so well-rounded for, like, good defenders, and that's what Ainge drafts. Well, like, if you look back, that's what Ainge drafts. Good defenders. Romeo, 
Rozier was a, was a solid one-on-one defender. Jalen's a good defender. Tatum's a good defender. Smart's a good defender. Like, you can just go down the line. He There's a reason he targets those guys. Rob Williams was supposed to be Rob a good, good to be a rim pretender if he, if he doesn't, if he stops, like, biting on pump fakes. If he, if he learns to play a little bit of defense. If he, um, if he learns to play NBA defense. Yeah. He was a great defender in college. Um, but point being, like, there's, there's a clearer type that Ainge goes for, and it's great. It, it's worked so far. But I'm hoping him saying we're drafting for need this year is a little bit of foreshadowing to we'll go get a shooter. Like, relax a little bit because while Bertrand is a free agent, he's going to want like 20 million a year and they don't have that. They're yeah. over the cap as it is. Like people want to trade. Oh, trade Hayward to make, make some money. You do realize that trading Hayward's 31 million doesn't give you any cap space. Cause they're so far over the cap anyway with Brown's contract. Yeah, People haven't realized that yet. And Kemba's like the contract, max that's incoming for Tatum. It's like they don't have any money. They're capped out until Kemba's gone a couple years from now. So it's mid-level exceptions. Which and minimums. is why my Kemba take. <laughs> oh shit. We're going to go full circle. The only <laughs> route to improve your team by with actual salaries is you need to move Kemba's salary. I see. I'm with you on. I'm not saying you have to. Yeah, no, no, I'm no, saying I, you can make it work. If, if Rob Williams takes the leap, you get a couple shooters in the draft or, or a free Kemba. agent that is no one really is like unproven, but then is a good shooter. Like there's other avenues. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go get a splash guy and you think that's what the team needs, you have to do it through Kemba. I agree, but um, this is this doesn't relate to you. So look, that's more my timeline. Like after Game Six, my timeline was a blaze with trade Kemba. Like I'm fucking done with this dude. A little guy can't play. Like okay, that seems like an overreaction to me. But what do I know? Um, but I will say that everybody wants to trade him. Not not again. Not aimed at you, Joe. But like my timeline. I'm only Be- taking this very personally. Just, just and I took that personally. <laughs> um, everybody's saying like trade him, but I'm with you. If if you get something good for it, trade him. But people are like dump him. What do you yeah, think? Pe- what are people? What do you people think that like if you hate him this much and you think he's this bad? What makes you think teams are gonna want to take a thirty year old with a bum knee and ninety million dollars left on his contract? What team is gonna? Oh, give me Kemba Walker. Like if he's that bad, I don't think he is. But if he's actually that bad, who is taking him? Like why? What do you think you're getting for him in a trade? Yeah. Nothing. Like you're getting a a bag of donuts. Like what do you think? We talking apple cider? We talking old? I'm fashion, hoping old fashioned. Frosted. I'm an old fashioned guy. Blueberry. Dunkin' Donuts, shout out. If you want to sponsor us, Dunkin' Donuts, we'll, we'll take the sponsor. Um, Miles is drinking a Dunkin' Donuts coffee right I now. I am, actually. Miles runs on Dunkin'. Just a little. Our Sunday morning Dunkin' run, you can do the... Felgren Maz type thing. the Felgren Maz when they absolutely don't get those drinks, yeah, probably. Um, but anyway, not to get too far off topic, but while the avenue to trade Kemba is is one of the ways to improve your team, um, I really don't want to do that. I'm not saying you really want to either, but I still don't think Smart's there yet to be able to lead a team and rely on him. Like, you saw how good Kemba was for Tatum when Kemba was on. Like, and, and no shit, like, oh my god, if a guy's playing well, like, holy shit. But, like, Kemba's the exact dude they need. Run around screens, play off ball, hit threes, like, stuff like that. Like, take a little pressure off Tatum. While Smart is amazing. I love Marcus Smart. He's not Kemba Walker's scoring ability. He doesn't have that scoring ability yet. I don't know if he ever will. Like, Kemba's one of the better scorers in the league, honestly. Like, one of the better pure scorers um, when he's healthy. And so... I don't know if you can entrust Marcus Smart with that because then as soon as Tatum gets shut down and Brown's having an off game, you're fucked. Like, cause then you get, then you get the Marcus Smart from game six where he's jacking threes from like 30 feet. And it's like, Oh my God, stop shooting. What are you doing? I'm going to claw my eyes out. Like that's why I have a little bit of apprehension giving Marcus Smart the keys to the offense on playing, like playing a starting point guard um, for extended periods of time. But I definitely see your need. Like I definitely see your side of the take. Like, if you can get something for Kemba, do it and just entrust Smart that he doesn't 
fuck things up. Well, I mean, you also can look at, there are so many teams that like, he's playing point guard because he's defending yeah. the other team's I mean, point Ta- guard. I mean, Tatum would be the, the hub. Two. Like, yeah, Tatum could be the hub if Hayward's healthy in his last year, like, in this next year, like he can bring the ball up. Like you can run the offense through any of those guys. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Marcus Smart running the show and you have to trust him to not take dumb shots. Yeah. I actually also think sometimes when he, I actually personally think that when he's bringing the ball up and he's running and he's like the primary ball handler, he plays better than when he's playing off ball with the starters. Cause he feels the need to shoot. Right. Cause he ends up just shooting a bunch of threes. Whereas like he makes a lot of really good passes when he's bringing the ball up. But yeah. I mean, that's an, I think that's enough Celtics for now. Yeah. Um, we can move to NBA finals, which is what a dog shit series. This has been, um, I don't mean to hog it. I, I, Miles, you've been, I had Miles over, um, and the boys over uh, during the weekend and, you just didn't even want to watch the game Friday night. Like I try, we were watching the games. Like, can we turn this shit off? Come on, like, very uninteresting. Yeah. I just with no Bam and no Goran or anything. It's just, just not. So it's not even like a, it's just not a fun series to watch. Like I get it. Like for LeBron stands yeah, and like man. for like the true very like you know. I, I mean just. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's just not a fun series. I don't know. Like I don't have any, and it's not even like a Celtics thing. Like. Sure, obviously, if the Celtics were in it, I'd be way more fucking, yeah, and I'd be, I'd obviously be, like, a lot more excited and, like, you know, into the series, but I don't know. It's just not, just doesn't do it for me. I think the TV ratings are showing it, too. Like, they lost half their viewership from the 2019 finals, Um, and this is just... A lot, a lot of the NBA rating stuffs overblown. Yeah, I think so, too. There's so many illegal streams. Yeah, and plus they're losing streams, or they're losing views to, like... The MLB playoffs are on. Now they're competing with the NFL during this time frame. Um, stuff like that. But it's, it's just so overblown. It's tough, yeah. And the NBA has talked about it, too. Like, it's been talked about with the NBA for, like, the past couple years. And it's, like, because they don't know how to, they can't grab, they, they can't calculate views from people finding, like, NBA streams on Reddit. Yeah, I know. R slash NBA streams. Um, Got shut down. I know that's sad. I know there's still a website one, like, though. Now I have to find one like janky websites that I don't trust. But. Yeah, there's still a website that 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 Reddit form basically made. Oh, is there? You'll yeah. drop it to me off the air. Yeah, well, that's we'll talk offline. Um, um, but I just this was this was the problem even when the Celtics. My personal FBI guys listening, I do in fact watch it on cable when it's on cable. I do too anyway. Like even not like not even any no BS. Like I Thanks, just Mr. FBI guy. I don't. <laughs> thank you, for our FBI agent. Um. I don't watch illegal streams anyway. Like, even if, even no, like, simp shit, like, I love you, NBA. It's like, it's just so much easier for me to turn my TV on and watch it instead of, like, trying to find my MacBook, like, find a stream on my MacBook and stuff. Like, it just, I'll just turn it on my TV. But besides the fact illegal streams, I think the, the ratings are down because it's just not that compelling of a series. LeBron's not a huge draw anymore. Like, it's kind of the Patriots factor where it's like, all right, enough. We've seen these dudes over and over. Um, and plus, the Heat aren't a big draw, even especially without Bam now. Um, there's no real star on that team, like like a real like headline grabber. Like Jimmy Butler's good, obviously very good, good player. Um, Bam's good, but it's like they're not a real star-studded team, and that's why there were so many jokes. Like Adam Silver better make that call to the league, um, make sure the Celtics get through this, or else they're gonna, like they're gonna have like a, a ratings tank in the finals, which is kind of coming true because like there's really no one on the team that's like shit. That's a point of view. I have to go watch LeBron against Duncan Robinson. I have to go watch LeBron against Tyler Hero. Like. Eh. Yeah, like it's definitely not like it's LeBron versus Giannis. Like that or, would be or LeBron a draw. versus Tatum. Like a really young superstar, like coming up. Like Tatum's gonna go give LeBron work. 
or like something like that. Like it's just, or even the fact that the Celtics are such a story franchise going against the Lakers. Yeah, you would have had Lakers franchise. Celtics. You could have had that draw. Is it Full 18 story, or is yeah. it 17 for like the Lakers, like stuff like that for the rings. Um, but it's just not, it's just, and now that the, the heat are so hurt, it's like, my God, this, I'm still watching because I, I have nothing else to watch, but man, this series is a fucking bore. Snooze fest. Yeah. It's like the Heat made like a small push during like the third or fourth quarter last game on Friday. And then it was like, it was literally like LeBron was toying with kids. Then LeBron and AD turned it back up. It was back up to 15. And I think Jeff Van Gunn was like, oh, and that's over. Like he made some like kind of sly remark. Like LeBron basically just started, stopped fucking around and like played basketball again and then stopped again. Like, he, it's not. It's literally like LeBron's playing like a high school team. That's a little over overblown, but it's really not competitive. Anthony Davis is going for thirty five a night. LeBron's dishing out ten assists a night. Like, oh my god, they're just toying with the Heat. Without Bam, they have no potential oh no, that, answer. Kelly Olynyk. Oh, like, are you serious? Like, yeah, like Kelly Olynyk against Anthony Davis. Like, come <laughs> on. Man. I said it was LeBron like versus the twenty sixteen Celtics. Kelly Olynyk and Jay Crowder. I saw this in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, absolutely destroyed like that's exactly what the, this on, is. the only thing you can hope for is that kelly olenic dislocates anthony davis's arm like you do with kevin love exactly and then lebron but he won't against lebron yeah um even even with a fully healthy team i had the lakers in six like i think the lakers are a better team um but now it's a sweep i don't know what you guys feel but like i think because they're not playing game three which is tonight right game three is tonight sunday and yeah, then the closeout is. game yeah, is tuesday yeah um bam and goran aren't playing tonight drudge not playing tonight um that's that's three O Lakers and the series is over. Like I think it was that quick, which sucks. But how, how do they win a game? They they literally just don't have enough anymore without Bam or Drogic to do it. And especially with Hero and Robinson just laying eggs, like they're not. And this is the thing that's like that hurts. I also honestly use that as also ammunition to why you don't worry about the young guys in the Celtics. Like it flips, it comes and goes in series so quickly. You see it. Like they were lights out against the Celtics, and then. Now this series, different team. Now we're in the finals, laying an egg. Did you see what Spolster said to Duncan Robinson? <laughs> like effing shoot. He was or like, something? fucking shoot the ball. Cause like you could see Robinson's hesitation. He's like, he's nervous, which is understandable. He's a rookie in his NBA finals against LeBron James. Like, yeah, no shit, he's gonna be nervous. But the young guys, like for like the Celtics, like everyone's like, play him more, play him more. And while I agree, it's like now you kind of see why Brad Stevens is a little hesitant to do it. It's like they're young guys. Unless unless the young guys like Tatum where he's just embracing the spotlight, a lot of young guys struggle in these big moments because they just don't have the mindset yet or the, the experience or something because, I mean, you're seeing with, yeah, Hero and Robinson can't buy a bucket. And it's killing the heat because they don't have anybody else to score anymore. Yeah. Besides Jimmy Butler, but he also sucks. So. Jimmy Butler does not suck. <laughs> um, All right. Do you guys want to cycle uh, NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's I'll probably Do you guys have any, like, so... I mean, I guess we're not going to go game by game because, once again, we're recording on a Sunday and it makes zero sense. Yeah. But just want to see, like, any teams you're shocked by, how they're playing, good, bad, storylines, etc. Patriots, which is, I know. New King Homer. I didn't think they were going to be, I legitimately think, like, they're, like, AFC championship level good this year. Did you guys see Nick I didn't Wright? see that coming. Or no, was it, no, it was Max Kellerman said that they're the biggest threat to the Chiefs. Yeah, I saw that. And, and I like I saw that, wrong. and I was like, I no, no, I reject this. You can't give us praise. I don't like you. No, everyone hated us. Stop it. They all hate us. It's like, I don't, I don't even mean to be a homework because I, I cringe saying the Patriots, but it, it's it's for real. Like, Brady left. Guys opted, like Dante Hightower, Patrick Sean, they're opting out. Um, 
I think Matt Lacoste opted out, which is such a huge loss. Matt Lacoste is great for this offense. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but I didn't think they'd be this good. I, I honestly thought they might be like one and two at this point in the season, and they could very legitimately be three and zero oh if they just punched it in from the one yard line against yeah. the Seahawks. Um, I didn't see this coming. I think that's a huge surprise. So the Seahawks game to me is a surprise, but overall, I think they've played about as well as I thought they would mm-hmm. because. Let's be real. They're not good against the run. No. They've shown that again, and it's worse this year than last year. The linebackers are still a problem. Sneak shaky is that the secondary has been exposed a little. Gilmore, which has is been weird. A off. Gilmore, I don't know if he's dealing with something or just having a rough, like a cold couple of start yeah, might just games, have a like, rough start. which is fine. Like, you know, he can't be. That just happens. Wildly good every single second of his life. Some people can, I guess, but <laughs> this, you know what? No. He can't be an 09 Darrell Rivas all the time. Yeah, like, okay, whatever. Dude, but, I know. It's, it is scary. That, like, it's a little alarming when it like, is alarming though that see at least fucking once now in all the games he's made some bonehead. Oh, the pass like, interference just, calls and shit. Like, like yeah. Oh my god. Like, well, so the pass interference one against the Raiders looked more like he was beat either way. That to me felt like a I can either get torched for a touchdown now, or or I can grab your arm. You mm-hmm. don't catch this ball, and I'll take the penalty. And we maybe get a maybe we get a field goal stop. Yeah, and maybe you miss say, a field goal. That actually felt like a heady kind of play. Bad, he got burned, but the penalty felt kind of heady. It wasn't like oh shit, another penalty. It wasn't like a stupid penalty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like too with a lot of the calls too in the NFL nowadays, it's a lot of hand grabbing and like it goes both ways. And I know it's nine out of ten times is always going to be on the defender instead of like the offensive player. But I still feel like most of his, if not like some of them, have been. A lot of that, where it's kind of a 50-50. So I, you can tech. see where, like, okay, I get why they're calling it. But then on the other side, it's like, how can you, why are you calling it? Because it's going both ways. Just, he did that against know. the Dolphins, too. He got two terrible ticky-tack calls. Like, And I don't mean terrible as in, like, Gilmore, what are you doing? It was terrible as in, like, why the fuck are you calling this? Like, the dude, the defensive player of the year, when does he get a little bit of leeway to play, like, a little aggressive? I don't Which know, sounds so homerish, but it's maybe just, that- like, one of those things, too, that it's just, like, I don't know, you watch it enough and... It's yeah, like that's how Gilmore just, plays. Like that's how Richard Sherman played, and they start like they didn't. That that Legion of Boom was so handsy, and that's what made them so yeah. good. Um, well, there was a stat for a while that showed like the the team that had the most that was it was like the most flag secondary. The most flag secondaries often were a the best defenses, and b I think they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah because they you can't call everything because they cha- yeah because they challenge the refs. You're not gonna call me every fucking time, so yeah. I'm gonna that's do it they, until the, you the, do. The, or they I'm, swallow the whistles late in playoff games. Yeah. So you get away with it in the champion, the conference championship New Orleans. and the Super Bowl, huh? New Orleans, just yeah. the other year, the same <laughs> Saints Rams. Which is, that was a, wow, that was a bad call, but but like later, it's like they swallow it. Yeah, but yeah. What do you? So I, yeah, Patriots surprised me, but Joe, what do you or Miles, whoever wants to go next? I mean, I, I have a few Miles. Do you want to start? Or? Sure, I'll I'll go because I do have. A, we might have, we might have we might have some duplicates. I have so. a couple things too, but yeah, no, I think uh, surprising is the entire NFC uh, East. Being like so Dallas, bad. Washington, like the Eagles. Yes. That whole thing is the up for suck. That whole division. Like Washington being the number one seed right now. The football team being the <laughs> number one seed. I it I mean again, granted. Like, who's who's three your games division in. leader in the NFC East? Oh, it's the football team. Which yeah, the one? Football oh, no, no, team. Oh, no, no, no. It's the football team. But I mean oh, again, hates the head. Granted, it's three games in, but it's still th- they're Three games so in bad. is enough where you are starting. It's not going to get any better. Yeah. Like, I, I get, you know, there was no preseason. So, this is the sure. Cool there's the season this week. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's it's kind of mind boggling because, again, 
They don't have Dallas, a single team over 500. Yeah, no, I know. One and two is the best record in that division right now, which is, and then you have two 0 oh and three teams, and uh, 0 and three and 0 oh, two and one. Oh, two and one. Carson Wentz tied. has been so bad. He has been so bad. They kept the wrong guy. I thought it was a joke last he's year. He's got the like, nah, He's got the heebie-jeebies. I think he's just got like it, he's seen. And he also yeah. has no weapon, so it's like that too. His line sucks. Jalen Rager. Who's hurt though? He tore his UCL. Did he? Yeah, he's out for like six to eight weeks. He tore the UCL on his Where thumb. Where the fuck was I? Probably um, stop paying attention. Yeah, just not paying attention. I had him on fantasy. That's why I knew. Oh, okay. Um, but so he looks like he's Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts. Carson Wentz is low key seeing some ghosts yeah. right now. Um, the other thing though is he doesn't have any weapons to pull himself out of it. I know. Like it's all him. It's all him. Deshaun Jackson's been hurt. He hasn't done anything. Jalen Rager was their first round pick. He's hurt now. Greg Ward is the best. Who? Who? Greg Ward? Who's who? that? He's he is the number one receiver on that team. It feels like. And then you have Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. <laughs> he's been great for my fantasy team. Thank you very much. He's been good. Um, Zach Ertz, who hasn't done everything, who hasn't been as good. I think he's a candidate to be traded somewhere. I was gonna say, I kind of hope he goes to the like, Patriots. I wouldn't mind us picking him up. Zach, real quick. Zach Ertz. There has been a lot of rumblings from Philly beat reporters that he's on the way out because he wants to get paid similar to like Kelsey yeah, Kittle. Kittle and they're just not going to pay him because they know they have Dallas Goddard in their back pocket. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him coming here for him. And also, Dallas Goddard got hurt, so he's hurt too. Yep. Where the fuck? I see. I can't. I can't lie and say I follow Eagles teams. Goddard. Yeah, I forgot he was. Yeah, I forgot he was. He's so, yeah, it's like the whole team's hurt. hurt. It's yeah. like, oh, but you, don't worry, guys. We uh we drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, <laughs> and then he got he got run a quarterback last week, didn't he? For a little bit. Uh, he played. A, he played a few snaps at quarterback. Um, not that that's like a an overarching thing on like Carson Wentz, but like that's that's like a what are you doing? You realize that like you need Carson Wentz to get some help, right? I get you drafted Rager, but then you go a quarterback in the second round after your starter is Carson Wentz, like yeah, but that, a young I, MVP type player at, at his peak. So that's a little weird picture. I don't know why they went her uh, hurts there, but they clearly don't. They clearly see something coming yeah, they, ahead they, with they don't Carson some, they Wentz. Don't, some, they don't like something about uh, Wentz. Or something I will say, and then the uh, the other two things, real quick. One of them I'll touch on quickly is just uh, the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour right now is full effect. Oof, yes, and that's some Brady Garoppolo type of shit right there. That's just a Green Bay remix. I think I think we talked about that with Jordan Love and fuck. I'm I just sure, I'm pretty sure we talked about that on on the on the pod at one point. We brought up like he's he's yeah. either gonna crumble or he's gonna go oh, yeah, he's yeah, full-blown patriots ball in right like now i am yeah you you draft my replacement you are wrong and, and then i will doing, yeah, also stick in the same division the as well and i'll bring up the bears probably being the worst 3-0 team that's a, i was gonna bring them up as a surprise like how the hell are they 3-0 they're 3-0 and they had to bench their starting quarterback. i was gonna say with all the quarterback issues and like even their defense is their defense is fine and it, it is what it is but like obviously it's not as good as the first year, like the initial year Cleo Mack got on the team. That mm-hmm. was a different Bears they were, defense. Yeah, they were but nasty like that year. I don't Mack know. Mack got MVP votes that year. Oh yeah, no, I, that shit was ridiculous. Um but yeah, that's I, I think just, oh. I think it's good that they finally benched Trubisky. Yeah. Like, quickly circling back to the Eagles, because it took me to pull it up, but I just wanted to bring it up. They drafted Jalen Hurts at fifty three overall. Next couple of offensive guys that went afterward. J.K. Dobbins at fifty five. They didn't really need a running back. Van Jefferson out of Florida, route runner, 57. Denzel Mims went 59. Obviously, I love Denzel Mims. He's we've hurt right we've now. talked about it. He's hurt now, but you never know. Yeah. Um, another running back, AJ Dillon. But 
there were there were some guys to go get. Like there were some. And they went a quarterback. Like they and they went That's quarterback. Like Denzel Mims at that point to me, Mims and Van Jefferson were. I they feel like some good value guys you could have gotten at that yeah. point. End of the second round. That's yeah, that's good value. Um, but also, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, oh Big Cat. So part of my take. Um, he after watching the Ravens game, he he said uh, the f word uh, that the Ravens were frauds. I just want to get your take on that because he thinks they got destroyed against the Chiefs. And I thought it was a good it was a good point. He just mentioned how obviously uh, they. They can't do anything without like a 10, 10 point lead or anything. Like I think they're owing whatever. Yeah, like Lamar runners. is owing something since starting, and if they have a if they're being beat by ten or more, hasn't won a game. But anytime that they've been up ten or more, they're undefeated. Or it's one of the two. Jill's about to drop a bomb. I agree. Wow. <laughs> I agree Small that. Bomb. No, no, but oh, here's big, the thing. Big bomb. It's not. A, I mean, it's not a big bomb. So I'm <laughs> hyping this up. They don't. I don't think it's Lamar, though. I don't think it's that Lamar yeah. can't throw. It's that team is drastically overrated when it comes to weaponry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Brown's not that good. Huh? Hollywood Brown is not that good. And he is your number one wide receiver. He's been hyped up like he's better than his cousin, Antonio Brown. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, he can be good, but he's not a number one wide receiver. Nope. He's Mark Andrews too. has been invisible. Yeah. I'm so sad, too. Because like, he, he has been invisible. And Mark Ingram hasn't been good. Mark Ingram hasn't been good. J.K. Dobbins, like they're all that backfield is. Don't get me wrong; they can run the ball between Lamar, Ingram, Dobbins, Gus Edwards. It it works, but I actually don't look at that backfield. I I mean, I think J.K. Dobbins is going to be really good. I love J.K. Dobbins, but I look at that backfield and I say it's not that the backfield's really good is why they run the ball as a committee really well. It's they're running read options with Lamar. Like, he is the most dynamic runner in the NFL, arguably. So they just they don't have they don't scare me. They don't have people to throw to. It's why they kept it's why there were so many rumors about are they gonna go sign Antonio Brown? Mm-hmm. Because they they need a wide receiver. Yeah. Are they gonna sign Dez? Are they gonna go are they gonna go get somebody? What happened to that? He was supposed to sign there. He was supposed to sign which who, which one? Dez. Dez? No idea. He was hitting at it on, on Twitter, he was talking about it. No idea. But Poor they Dez. they need a wide receiver. Yeah, because I don't think it's Lamar's fault that they can't come back. Yeah, I think it's that GM built a team that can run a college offense, front and they can run it really well. Yeah, but it doesn't work when the Chiefs hang whatever they hung on you 30, 35. So far, Felger's been right. I don't know if you remember his take from last year. Um, but I try to not. Yeah. I try not to. I don't watch Felger as that much anymore. I, used I haven't to a, listened to them in a hot. I haven't listened to them since really COVID stuff started, just because um, various reasons. Just haven't had much time for sports talk stuff. But going into the Patriots game last year. Against the Ravens, he was predicting a Patriots blowout, which is very unusual. He's usually so far against the Patriots. But his reasoning was that they run a college offense. Lamar Jackson, he's not a fraud, but he's not going to be able to beat you himself. And the whole 9-9, like they're never going to win anything. He's low-key been right. They didn't show up against the Titans last year, got absolutely pantsed. And then this year, they're 2-1, right? And they just got destroyed yeah. against the Chiefs on in prime time. So it's like... They need, they need a wide receiver. Something, something doesn't work point. there. Like that's... I don't know. Um, but I guess that this is a long-winded way of getting back to Joe. Joe, who is your surprise of the year? So I got I got a couple of surprises. First off, the Las Vegas Raiders two and one. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, they got pants by the Patriots, but not bad. Did they though? It was a little bit. It was close T- for a towards while. The, towards the end, it was, towards it the end bad. they did. But yeah. like, they beat the Saints. The Saints are 
It's kind of Saints smelly. are sneaky, smelly. not good. Drew Brees um, is sneaky, sneaky wash. stinky. Sneaky, Drew Brees stinky. is everything every NFL non-Patriots fan Thanks thought Brady Tom is. Brady was. So wrong. Like, he doesn't throw anything downfield. I was going to say, he he strictly just throws passes that are like 10 yards. And, and they don't look good without Michael Thomas. It, he, need, he needs Michael Thomas to well, run seven-yard yeah. slants. Yeah. And then pick up yards for like an extra 20. Yeah, yeah. It's like those, those memes, for those gifts yeah. of like, People get super excited. It's like Michael Thomas after catching a seven-yard slant. Like, yeah, it's not necessarily. It's, it's not like he wrong. only run, he runs slants incredibly well, but he, he runs He's slants. Nasty. Don't get me wrong. They're lucky they had Alvin Kamara. I'll just say that Alvin yeah. Kamara saved their bacon a couple so, times. That's such an old guy thing. Save their bacon. I didn't even the fuck did I just say? I've that honestly never even heard that phrase. So. You ever heard "save your bacon"? Hell no. Oh, I've heard that. <laughs> such an old white dude phrase. Um. Jesus. So the AFC North is one. Um. Steelers at three and zero. Uh, I did not think they'd look this good. No. Steelers have great defense. The defense is incredible. Yeah. The defense is good enough that Dude, Ben can hobble his way through a year. Man, mm-hmm. their front seven is ridiculous. So they have had a really like incredible front seven, but... So good. Dude, TJ Watt... I didn't think he was Cam, that good. Like, Cam Hayward, fucking uh, Tewitt. Do they still have Bud Dupree? If Bud Dupree... Is yeah. he still on that team? Yeah. 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 That's, a good, that's a good front he seven. He was the guy that Devin, was chasing down Daniel Jones. Devin Bush? Yeah. Or D- Devin Bush? Yeah. D- He's fucking ridiculous. No, Devin Bush is on Tampa. Not no. Devin White's on Tampa. Devin White. I think. Devin White. Yeah. That's always a lot of Devin. Shit well, on the same draft too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, dude, that yeah, that draft. Two good linebackers. Yeah. Sneaky team. Um, they're one and two, but I'm I'm impressed with how it's gone so far. Low key, the Chargers. <sighs> Herbert. Yeah. The fact that Justin Herbert went like almost beat the Chiefs in his first start when he didn't know he was starting until game time. First off, let's pause. Roll this back. I Re- was just going to say this. What the hell How do you was that doctor doing? How do you puncture a lung? Tyron Taylor, you, you're screwed because you can't sue them. Yeah, I was going to say. Because the part of the CBA is you can't sue a team doctor if you're getting team care. Is it? Yeah. I, I saw know. that online. He literally can't sue the doctor that punctured his lung and is probably going to cost him his job because Herbert probably won't give it back. What do you think the conversation was like that in the locker room? I'm just gonna give you this quick shot. Oh shit! Hey, Tyrod, you all right? Uh, I mean, the doctor probably didn't know until Tyrod's like, "Oh no, that hurts way more. I can't go now." And then he's like, "Oh, okay, duh, Herbert, you got to play." Dude, that's like a so fucking scary. cartoon. That's like a cartoon plot. How do you puncture your starting quarterback's lung? That's something I expect out of the Jets. Not the. I mean, and the then they're own four. Don't get me wrong, they suck. But. I want to do. We did the most surprising teams. I want to do the least surprising teams because number yeah, one on my list that. is the New York Jets. Um, other one I want to bring up in general. Is can we just talk about two two more? Div- I mean, other. I guess we've pretty much touched on almost every division at this point. But sneaky surprised at how strong the NFC West has been. Seahawks are three and zero. Cards are two and one. Rams are two and one. Forty ers are two and one. Kyler Murray looks really good. Murray looks great now that he has DeAndre Hopkins. And Garoppolo looks like he. The, it looks like the 49ers don't need Garoppolo. Yeah, they, like like Garoppolo looks like he was Nick. The Truth Mullins. I was <laughs> the Truth Mullins. You're taking Paul Pierce's name. Um, he, um, I was. I was like, I'm a big Garoppolo fan, and I was big on him being big to that team last year. But I'm now slowly coming off that, and it's like Kyle Shanahan system. Maybe it's just Kyle Shanahan it's being a so a quarterback kind of system. Garoppolo said it. He said Matt it. Ryan. They brought it up when yeah. MVP. System. He brought it up. They brought it up when they talked to Garoppolo after the Falcons Super Bowl because he was the scout team quarterback emulating that system. And he was like, yeah, it's a fun system. It's so quarterback friendly. 
Just saying. I mean, look at Nick Mullins, 2,600 yards and the 14 really, touchdowns 20, or whatever. 2,600 yards. Yeah. And in the year he played before. So, no, 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 no. In, these, in his nine, how, did you guys not see this? No. no, I really thought you just said he had almost 3,000 yards this year already. No, like, oh, hell no, 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 <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, CJ Beathard was the one before. No, him, oh, God, CJ What is it, in like the nine games he's played with them? In the nine games he's played, in like his first nine starts, he has like 2,600 yards, right and he's yeah. got 14 touchdowns, and there's only two players in NFL history to do that. Pat Mahomes, Nick Tom. Mullins. Nick, Nick Mullins truthers come so out of the woodwork. There, Let's get it. I mean, it's it's Nick pretty Mullins. crazy. So they and on, dude, no the future. I I saw something on Bleacher Report where they were talking about, and I don't mean to get super sidetracked on Nick Mullins, but they were talking um about the fact that he is his franchise value right now to the 49ers and how he could potentially be like a franchise backup or whatever for a very very long time and be really good. But they were saying also how he's like a, I think he's a free agent after this year, and they were mentioning, and they were mentioning that like if there's teams looking, Patriots would be one of them because the Cam, Cam Newton situation and, and they don't have. So I was he'll like, oh paid. man, I was like, look at it. I mean, if Matt Flynn can get paid after like two good games as Rogers backup, like, paid. there's no way. Seventy million. <laughs> um, another division that I want to touch on, NFC South has been underwhelming. I don't think the Bucks have looked as great as like I mean they looked better against who they play last week. They looked good last week, um, but it was a game they. Sh- I remember thinking it's a game they should look good last week. Was it the Panthers? They beat the Broncos. It was it the Broncos last week? week. And last I said week. the pa- and the Panthers game was the one I said that they're going to look good and this is going to be a game that people are going to overreact to because mm-hmm. they they put up thirty one on them. Mm-hmm. And I I said it on air on our show. I was like I remember that this is going to be an overreaction game because the Panthers defense is terrible. Yeah, that's what they it was. will look good and it, people are going to overreact. And they did look good. Um, but I expected more. Chris Godwin's been hurt, so it's a little tough. Um, they're missing their 1B wide receiver to Mike Evans because Mike Evans had that hamstring. And he's, honestly, he's going to be the 1A with with Brady just because of what Brady throws. Yeah. Like, that's, that talented slot guy is going to get way more usage than Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, so Godwin being out hurts. But, but even then, you're right. Like they, The Saints been, are 1 and 2. Yeah, suck. The Panthers are 1 and 2. I didn't expect anything out of them. Matt I Rolls. didn't either, but the Falcons are 0 oh and 3. Can we fire Dan Quinn? I don't want to say weeks. I have no affiliation with the Falcons. But what the my, fuck are my we friend doing? Cal, if you're listening right now, I'm just gonna let you know I'm pouring one out for you because God, Dan Quinn sucks, and I know you want him fired too. Sorry, it was our friend of Texas about fantasy. Um, didn't mean to stop the. All right, apologies on that. Yeah. Just uh, Always being moves. told that uh, CeeDee Lamb should be in over Michael Gallup because uh, Denzel Ward is going to be shadowing uh, I would agree. Gallup very hard That's today. CeeDee Lamb is uh, he's going to be the number two receiver target. Yes, sir. But anyway. Um, in my opinion. Yeah, Bucks have been underwhelming. I, I picked them to be the Super Bowl uh, in the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC this year, but which I'm, I'm not going to fall off that yet. They have they have been. the best defense, by the way. The Bucks though? The Bucks statistically have the... I'm, I swear I heard this somewhere. Someone said he's... Tom Brady is backed by the best defense right now in the NFL, and I was like, "Really?" Being carried by a good defense. I was, I was shocked when they said, "I don't know why they used the term best defense in the NFL," but I was, I I I was thrown off because I was like, "That secondary, that suspect secondary, the front seven is good." Holy shit! Like on paper, ridiculous. Not even close. What are their numbers? What are we? What are we talking about here? Try like, yards we, per game. They use a lot I don't know. Of times, like like that's what points. I have no clue. I just it was on sport. I remember like just ESPN on the background. They're like oh, t- uh, Tampa Bay or Bay, Tampa and then Bay, fucking yeah. they were saying wow. how Tom Brady and how they like were looking and how they're back. They're the by. they're the fourth best in total yards allowed per game. 
That's such a misleading stat. They are middle of the pack when it comes to passing yards per game, so they're probably really good in rushing yards. Suspect defense. Yeah, third best in rushing yards, which when you're up a lot against bad teams, they can't run the ball. That makes sense. Yeah. Points per game. Middle of the pack. uh, One, eight or nine, depending if I'm counting right. So top, top. Top 10. Yeah. But it's like bottom end of the top 10. They're between the Cardinals and the Bears. They're not bad, but they're not amazing. Yeah, so I don't know why someone used that. Top, but they top are... defense points per game-wise in the NFL are the Colts and the 49ers. Colts? Colts are sneaky. I didn't think the Colts defense Dude, Colts would be that good. are very sneaky. They're a dark horse in the AFC. I think they've been like yeah. that since last year. They've and even good. with Phillip Rivers, like even more of... Phillip's sidearm? Sucks that Marlon Mack had to go down. That's a huge hit, obviously. Yeah. Well, you're, seeing, you're seeing the... Naheem coming out Naheem Hines. of Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan no, Taylor I know. Trust me. He's good. a beast. Wisconsin boy. Um, I was good. Does anyone else have any final thoughts? I want yeah. What to, are I, these? What are these least surprising teams? I want to yell about the Jets. The Jets are so bad. Can we fire again? I said we. Gay sucks, dude. Adam Gaze blows. He's so fucking bad. He was bad in Miami. He's bad in New York. Can we get Adam Gaze out? He's of just New York? A, he's he's Actually, lucky because he's got the Peyton Manning thing. Yeah, like he's he was he was like heralded. He's a quarterback whisperer. You bring him in if you got if you want a guy to succeed. I think <laughs> I think Sam Darnold's done anything but succeed with that. I don't even style. see. This is why I hate the slander too, because Sam Darnold like was supposed that to run was so dude was sweet. Good. That was athletic. That was Lamar Donald. That was Lamar. That was a little Sam Lamar Jackson Donald. there. Darnold, I Sam, Jack- I did, Sam Jackson. I just bit my tongue as I toot as I swallowed. Uh, but no, I. I, I, I hate to like place all the blame and like say Darnold is bad because yes, he is. With the whole, like, I'm seeing ghosts out there, and, like, he's clearly so- not as good as where people probably expected him to be, especially at this point in his career, three, four years in. But, but like, Gaze dude, when you have Jamison Crowder or Quincy Inunua before that, and even if you want to go further back, Brandon Marshall, those have been your three number ones the past, Rob, since you've um, been in the Robbie league. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. So I mean, like, what is, hurt. what is he supposed to do? And then... Running back since other than last year, you had Le'Veon, and Le'Veon's been and Le- eh. Le- Dude, been hurt. Le- Le'Veon's packed it in so hard since being paid. Like it's he's, he's so not he's so. You look at him three four years ago, and obviously he was literally the number one guy, and now he's like undraftable in fantasy. Like if you want to take it that far, and he's like, I, he's I just don't. He's not even talk. like I don't know, and he is. He's hurt a lot, and I think I mean that hamstring's always giving him trouble. I don't know. Yeah. I just. He doesn't have a lot of weapons. He's never has, and his line is trash. Yeah. His and then we, he has trash ass coaches. Talk about how did you guys see? They drafted Mackay Becton. Yeah, they did. yeah, yeah. So Mackay Becton was not healthy enough to start, but was healthy enough to be the backup. But then the starter went down, so he had to go in. The Jets are a shit show. That's like, so what? Fun. That's twice. That is twice. Adam Gase <laughs> has done this to a player where. They were like, maybe not healthy enough to go back in. And then he basically said, F it, go in and play. Hey, man, sorry, you got to go in. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. Like, Lev Bell. Slaps like, Lev Bell hurt his hamstring on, like, tweaked it a little bit on a over. I want, I, uh, I'm trying to remember. It was, I think it was an overthrow by Darnold. And he came up a little limpy and was like, mm, that didn't go well. Yeah. And then Gase was like, go back in. Why'd you get in there? Get in. Good and then, man. boom, short term IR. Mackay Becton. Not, I'm, didn't follow it too closely. Yeah. I saw the stuff after, but he was hurt. Couldn't be the starter. So instead of making him inactive, they said you're healthy enough to be the backup. Makes no sense. So what injury could you possibly have 
that I can't play. I'm not healthy enough to start, but I'm healthy enough to play if you need, like, as your backup. He's suffering from Adam Gay syndrome. Like, <laughs> is it bad for the league that both and or Jesus? Is it bad for the league that both New York teams are as bad as they are? It can't be good. Marketability wise, two of the biggest like. That's that's the one of the biggest cities. I mean, yeah, marketing the New York City everything. Is the Buffalo is good, but the well, I mean, I mean, if we want to be, if we want to talk about New York New York teams, like they all their only team is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo. They, they play in they play in Jersey. Let's New Jersey. No you suck. Circles like the Buffalo Bills. Oh, the Buffalo Bills. Bills look good. They do. I don't like Josh Allen still. I know you don't like Josh Allen, but Josh Allen is playing well. He is. He no, makes a couple no, silly mistakes. No, no comment. He's but he's thrown the ball well. He's athletic. They shouldn't have won last week. Can we all agree on that? That penalty last week to to save them on fourth down was bullshit. Against the Rams? Yeah. So I missed that, but the, the pick that he threw to Tyler Croft was also kind of bullshit. No, that was a bad that was a bad yeah, that shouldn't have been that shouldn't have been upheld. If you want to, so I mean this is the stuff that Josh Allen does that worries me, and it's I've seen it twice now. And like I just don't get it. I've seen people who I've talked to people who say it's smart and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> he was scrambling. I don't know if you guys saw this, that like last drive. He was over, he was over the line of scrimmage by like three yards and then whipped it. And fu- threw it out of bounds basically. Yeah. But like fumbled he, it out of bounds. What are you fucking doing? He's so stupid. Just go down. He's so he Just did go down. He did it against the Texans last year. He lateraled it behind his back when he didn't even need to. He already had the first down or whatever it was. Yeah, like, it's like you gained eight yards. Stop doing on it. On like third down or on like second down. Like, why are you throwing the ball backwards and stopping the clock? Like, That's why I don't like you have plenty of time. He's an idiot. Gain, like, yes, I think he makes some dumbest decisions, but you have to acknowledge. Yes, he's played well. He's this playing year. extremely well. He's you probably MVP runner up right now. You don't know hard, how hard that just hurt. Who's your MVP right now? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. It's Russ. Yeah. Russ no. is cooking. I saw somebody like some say some shit like, who was it? it was somebody on it was some talking head on Twitter. Um, I know Twitter's a cesspool, but. It is a cesspool, and yet we love it. I know it's my favorite app. Um, but somebody was like, "Can we really stop the over? Can we stop overrating Russ? He's a good. He's a good player. He's nice. Not bad." It's like, what are you talking about? Russ is like the only. Russ was insane. Was it because he wore his hat backwards? Might have been. Was it Colin, Colin Coward? Coward? No, it, I have no it idea. Was, it might have been was it Colin Coward. No, because he loves Russell Wilson for Don't, wearing his hat forward. He loves Russell it? It Wilson. Somebody, it can't be him. It was somebody known that said this stupid shit. I should probably should remember because now I'm just talking circles. But point being. I mean, I, we saw it firsthand when he was playing the Patriots. He was throwing absolute dimes, like, all across the field. It was like, holy shit, dude. And so, yeah, Russell Wilson's my my MVP. Um, my second least surprising team besides the Jets, the Chiefs. Did anyone expect them to struggle this year? I didn't. I thought I thought they have a real chance of going back-to-back. And The Chiefs, if you don't, if you're not with your brain picking the Kansas City Chiefs to repeat this year, I don't know what you're doing. Like, a lot can change, but, like, right now, how do you not? They're... Mahomes still good. That offense still they good. They have the sixth best scoring defense in the NFL. The Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say right now too. Why are they I good? think they're gonna repeat. If it's not the Packers coming out this year, it's gonna be an AFC team that wins. The That's Super Bowl. I'll just my, call it my, right now. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I and the NFC is just so all over the place and I just feel like there's no real number like one team that's showing. Like in yeah. the AFC, like you said, you know it's the Chiefs. who the team is that's gonna probably come out of that like conference and be like representing them in the Super Bowl. But I just the NFC if it's not Aaron Rodgers, who again is on the biggest FU tour right now. Yeah, because at then least I you, don't, can, you can I don't see it. 
I just Drew Brees isn't like all the top guy. I just Brees uh, Drew Brees is just he is what he is. I don't know. It's all about how well the rest of the team plays. Michael Thomas coming back from injury, obviously that whole like all factors into it. Tom Brady and the Bucks, obviously they're look like they are what they are. Usually this is what happens though is they have a cupcake next four or five games. I'm pretty sure the Bucks do. So they're gonna be five or six and one at like the halfway point everyone's gonna think they're gonna like be great but i feel like that's what tom brady does with everything like that's just a tom brady team like the patriots we've seen that where they like a little shaky in the beginning especially the first game and they just get it rolling because they play these little patty cake teams and they like can get into a groove and then by the time they play the hard teams they're already in a roll and i think that's what's probably going to happen but when he comes to face like in the playoffs i just think it's gonna be different and i think the nfc is a couple tests coming up but like it's not like so like this week they're playing the Chargers. They got the Bears next week. They have Packers on the 18th. Mm-hmm. So like that'll be a good test to see. One is the defense legit because Rodgers is on his revenge tour. Um, can Brady match Rodgers score for score? Is that gonna be a mm-hmm. shootout? Is the defense gonna step up? Like what does that game look like? That's gonna be an intriguing game. They have the Raiders after that. Who if they continue to play well could be an interesting game. But then it's Giants. Saints who haven't looked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, division game. Yeah. Panthers, Rams who've looked pretty good. Yeah, they've been bad. They've been bad. They have the, a, there is the a game against the Chiefs in here. Mm-hmm. But then it's to end the year, Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons. The Vikings suck. They're going to go they're going to you can almost pencil in four straight wins at the end of the year for them. Yeah. They have a Vikings, Falcons, like Lions, Falcons. 12 and 4. Some something like that. Um yeah, I, it, I it's very. Been. They could very easily be like a twelve and four team, and the only and they could lose all the games. You would be like, okay, they probably like they could be twelve and four because they lost to the. They've already lost one game, but it could be Packers, Saints, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, and it's like twelve and four, but you didn't beat any of the contend the contenders. I have them probably beating the Saints, um, but I still have I still have them coming out of the the NFC. I don't know. I don't. You don't. No. Who do you have? Green Bay with Miles. I think Green Bay, um, Seattle sneaky. Green Bay, Seattle. If, if their if defense gets healthy, because yeah. their defense is hurt. If their defense gets healthy and it becomes anything, like that's probably who I think comes out. Um, I also don't know if I think the 49ers won't come out again too. Yeah, like their defense is still, still elite. Although they lost Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa to torn ACLs both. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. that so I'm looking at them now as the second best scoring defense, but without Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas, then maybe not. You, yeah, both tore. That, All right. That then I'm going to say Russ. I'm going to say Russ is going to do it. You think so? Yeah. Because, again, so we have if, Tampa, if Russ, Seattle, Green Bay. That, that'll be good for content. Yeah. I mean, I think Green Bay is a good option. I don't, I just don't, I'm more anti Tampa than I am. Like, Are you? Yeah. I just don't think they're going to do it. I'll, I'll be, I'll, genius walks alone. You've, you know how many times you've said that and been wrong? My dad said that to me last week. He came, I came upstairs because he was watching. He finally listened to our podcast a little, a couple weeks late. He's been busy. He's been a couple weeks late. And he's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, what? And he's like, you got like six in a row wrong. Counting the NFL teams. Like, I think they're going to win it. He's like, you got them all wrong. And I was like, yeah, me and Miles not? over here. And you're like, genius walks alone. And we're he's, like, he's what like, are you talking he's about? He's like, Joe and Miles at least have their head on straight. You sound like a fucking dumbass. I'm like, dude, can you just lay off a little bit? If you're not sure, uh, he has a hoops website. He doesn't have an NFL website. There's a reason I talk hoops more than I talk football. Although I do know football. I just. Allegedly. Allegedly, I had a bad, I had a bad week last week, but um, it's not for my lucky for my sake. We're not doing the picks this week, or else my dad had more ammunition against me after I get like nine wrong. Yeah, 
But what was that? You thought that the? Uh, I mean, I guess you weren't that off at the Patriots game. I from thought that the Patriots. One. I thought the um, genius walks alone. If Cam Newton gets in from the two yard line, genius. I would have came back here and run rough shot on this table. Genius walks alone, except for the fact that. But they didn't. No. Okay. That. So what do you think of that play call? We haven't talked since then. What do you think of that play call? I mean, I liked it. So I, fucking I don't know how obvious, you don't though. It was obvious, but it's like so, I didn't like the play I call. You didn't like it. it? I didn't like it either, man. The, the only substitute for that play call that I would have liked is where they split Jacob, uh, Jacob Johnson yeah, how out How do you wide not do that again? And put him into the flat on the right side, and they just dump it off. But the thing is, like, if they tried some stupid, like, get cute, fancy shit, I would have yelled at McDaniel's for doing that because Seattle hadn't come close to stopping them all game. Nobody this year has come close to stopping them all all game or all year when Cam Newton is alone in the backfield and just takes it on a quarterback keep. Like, no one stopped them. And, like, that's your power. You know what it is. So it's like, who who said that quote back in the day? It's like, our best against their best. Let's see who like let's see who wins. Who wants it more? Patriots offensive line against Seattle's defensive line. Let's go. Seattle, what happened? Seattle's defensive line won. But I'm just saying, like, before that play, I was sitting the entire time, like, look, give it to Cam. He's your best player. He's been the best player this entire game. So here's the thing. Let's go. It didn't this work. Is, but- this is, I understand the play call. I didn't like it. <laughs> if they had, if they had, the pass option of it mm-hmm. in their back pocket still. Yeah. You call that every time, mm-hmm. but they'd already used it. It was predictable. Like miles said, I understand what you're saying. My, our best versus your best line of scrimmage battle in the trenches. Who's going to win it. That's been our best play all year. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But dude, when it's so obvious, you have every lineman just basically f- not flop, but like make contact and just try to go to the ground yeah. just to clog up the middle, mm-hmm. let your linebackers come and hit a gap, and then it's... And don't get me wrong, Cam said it, and the replay kind of shows it. Could bounce outside. If he bounced outside, he probably walks in. Yeah, but, struts in. But he didn't, he didn't, and it was clogged, and there was bodies flying, and it didn't work, and he lost, like, two yards. Yeah. yeah. He got flipped on his head. I was worried he almost, like, hurt if himself. You, part hard. of me was, like, maybe you run that from spread... Like if so, if you go shotgun five wide, but then go have Cam keep it, quarterback draw. I would have liked that. Make it like a play at the line that says, "All right, Cam, we got this play, this pass play call, this pass play called." If it's four down linemen and there's not like a QB spy or a linebacker on you, and you think it's gonna work, you have full permission to just go run it, like yeah. quarterback draw. Mm-hmm. If not, if they're worried about you, we send five people on routes. You're probably getting in. Yeah. Nikhil Harry was good down that drive. I'm surprised I didn't go towards him more in the end zone because he he used his body really well on the goal line um, to get them that first down, and they used their last time out or whatever it was, or they spiked or something. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just a quick out. But was he, there was there some clock mismanagement at the end of that game? I maybe. feel like I I feel like I remember there was the timeout thing. Should he have used his timeout on Edelman's sideline play? I don't think he got out. Um, yeah, because they only had time Edelman. for like that one play at the line. Yeah, and it was like, do you use your timeout? And then, um, or do you not? And I forget exactly what it was, but Belichick didn't use the timeout and people second guess it. I was fine with it in real time, not using it. Um, cause they ended up saving it for, yeah, that's what it was. They, they didn't use it before the Harry catch and it got the clock on like 16 seconds and they could have taken the timeout to like 20 something. Um, they go back to the line he threw it to Harry and he was down with like four seconds left. And that was the last play. Like, all right, Newton, you go do whatever you have to do on this goal line stand. Yeah. Um, also if. Edelman catches that ball. It's a, it, oh, it went right through his hands. It was a little little high, a li- like a shade behind him, but it's it was 100% also a, catchable. It was also a bullet. Newton throws absolute rockets. Like, not that, Brady, not that Brady didn't, but like, 
I mean, Newton just cocks back and fires that bitch, and I love it. Like, it's, I'm glad he still has his arm strength, but, like, I don't know if maybe Edelman was, again, Brady, not a noodle arm, but he's also not Cam Newton throwing it, like, that hard either, um, especially in his little bit of his older age, but was Edelman maybe caught off a little off guard? Like, holy shit, that's a, that's a, that's a rifle from Cam Newton. That's one of, of those throws that, though, he was open, and you, it's like. Do you take some off? If you're, you're, you're better off taking a little bit off it and leading him more and yeah. like making sure you hit the spot you miss if you're gonna miss you miss in front of him so yeah. he can try to go get it mm-hmm. then like throw it as a bullet high and left yeah i mean i thought or right it was it would have been right I just think yeah. that's, from his also his, that's just his accuracy issues too like just yeah. right there fucking showing yeah. like that's, he's, he's not pinpointing he's just really never well, had that like and i mean like i should have caught that but yeah newton could have placed it better for sure i mean that's also like like you said, Brady's not chucking the ball as hard as he can, but he obviously could rifle it in. He's he's rifled in enough to Jules that I'm sure he knows. He's, he's thrown some zip. And not ones to in mention, there. you yeah. got it. Like they, I don't, I don't know how many times they practice together, Cam and Julian, before like actually like stepping on the field together, like field field. But I'd assume he's seen and felt how hard he yeah. can throw before that. Like Probably I don't know sure. how much he was like taken off or like taken. You know, like it was probably more placement issues than than speed. But yeah, I don't. I can I just say something real quick too though. No. Uh, and and uh, I hate to say it, and I really hope I'm wrong. But like Nikhil Harry, he's like not good. He was good. He was good. No, against like the he, was, he was fine. But he like was I just, transparent I just, I just watch him Raiders, like now, and it really like because I didn't watch him obviously in Arizona State. Like I'm not staying up till 11:30 watching Pac-12 games. He but so like better at Arizona State. He just like <laughs> shows the jacket. I just not. I just, I just watch him like it's not. That's not a number one wide receiver. I don't he's think he's never, number one. But that's what I'm saying. You got him in the first round, though, yeah. man. Could have DK. DK's a number one fucking guy. I'm sorry. DK Metcalf's a number one guy right now. As much as he is limited with his route tree and everything, he's clearly shown, like, he's an impactful, way more impactful than fucking Nikhil Harry is or ever has. And I understand because I was screaming it from the rooftop. Look, he was injured for so long last year and whatever. But I just, I don't know. I just watch him and he, like, almost scares me. Like, when I, I'm like, oh, God, please don't fucking drop it. Or, like, don't fumble or anything like so that. So, inter- interesting yeah. you say that, though. Because, like, fumble, yes. He's had a couple fumbles now, I'm pretty sure. Like, he had the one but week after one. the catch is incredible. Because that's where his, that's like, I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, I know that's a, coming out of Arizona State. That was, like, his one big, like, at least plus that he had or one of them. That in his hands. Exactly. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of drops, so. Besides the, the, the Brady fiasco thing where, like, he threw him that slant and Harry, um, here we go. I mean, he looked like crap last year. Yeah, and I think that's the only time I've seen drop issues. We can really. acknowledge. I think he said it. He was out of shape, gained a ton of weight. I mean, like, I mean, we talked about it at one point. I was saying he just fucking probably benched for like he probably just eight months, eight weeks when he couldn't run. So what else do you do? Yeah, like he he looks like he's in better shape now. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he is running the Christmas routes. He's not the fastest. Like I understand that. But I haven't, I haven't seen this year at least. I have not seen a lot of dropped catches. I've seen a lot of he's he's made a lot of really good catches. But it's, I actually am more upset that he isn't getting away from people you think he should get away from. After yeah yeah. yeah. After the catch, there's been some, and there've been some plays after the catch where it looks great, but then like you fumble it, like well fuck, come what on, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But hold on to it. I guess I just it's just. I've seen a lot he of just, jet sweeps uh, where he starts to get to the corner, and you're like, "You're gonna, you're gonna make this linebacker miss, right?" And then you don't, and I'm like, "What, what, it, what are we doing?" That yeah, it's just like it's just a, a single like. You almost like, I don't, I, no, no, I he, he gets a hand on, he goes down, and that's what you should not be expecting from a six two, from a six three big guy, dude. And it's like sometimes it's like when he runs, it's like he almost doesn't know what he wants to do. 
Like he's undecided with like, do I want to juke? Do I want to like lower my shoulder? Do I want to get out of bounds? Like he oh. looks so, and I feel like last the Dolphins that he last year, yeah, it was something. But I remember last year he did something where he like, I don't know if he went to juke or like he stopped himself. But you could tell like he was like hesitant, and then he, I thought he got hurt. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, what are you? This is how this is how you hurt yourself. I remember against the I think it was against the Dolphins in Week One this year. Um. He got laid out by a smaller corner, and like Twitter was laughing at him for it. And then after the game, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I didn't expect him to hit me." And it was, I kind of get it, but it's also like, it was that's a little bit of like, Nikhil, pal, it, it's it's job to come hit you. It, yeah. You have the ball. Right, like, what are you doing? Like, he was like five ten one eighty. Like they looked at the stats. He was five ten one eighty, and Nikhil Harry's six two two fifteen, and he fucking lowered his shoulder and leveled Nikhil Harry. It is. It's just weird. I didn't give him shit for because I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to be out here slandering my boy on Twitter, <laughs> but it's like, what do you mean you didn't think he was going to come hit you? you? You're turning the corner, and you have the ball. <laughs> What's he going to do? Come shake your hand? It's, it's weird because he looked so instinctual with the ball. Last year. At Arizona, even last yeah, year at times in Arizona State. Yeah. Part of me wonders. Is he hesitant this year? Is, he's hesitant. Well, he is. Why, but, no, why is he hesitant? I'm saying. So why I would say, I mean, I wonder if, I know he worked with that footwork coach all summer. Yep. It's like. Are you still trying to like? Is is all of that still not second nature yet? Yeah. Like, are you still trying to like run more on the balls of your feet and focus on make sure you're gaining some acceleration? Are you trying to like, oh, like this was like some footwork stuff I worked on. Like, should I do this now? Is this really the right time? Like, it might. Part of me also like just wonders like, you worked on getting all that footwork stuff in your toolkit in your toolbox, but are you still unsure what tool to use when? And it's so like. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, fuck. I just got tackled. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, fuck. I just it got does kind of look like that. Like, oh, I got to go run a slant. Do I want to do like a little, like a hesitation, like a rocker step? Do I want to jab out, out jab out, go? Do I want to like foot fire off the line to get a release? Like, mm-hmm. I got all these tools I worked on. Evan Lazar's been big on that last what year. What do I do? He was foot firing way too much. So I'm glad to see that he's cut down on that. Because um, it was a lot of shuffle, 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 go. And it was like, dude, you just wasted like two seconds shuffling your feet at the line he didn't lose the you didn't lose the corner he just let him get in position yeah and so i'm glad he's been more more well i guess i'm glad he's been less hesitant and more decided on what he's going to do off the line but then when you you can see in open space he's like he's a little like you expect to make one quick move and it's like he gets caught in between like mouse he gets caught in between two moves or like you said he's deciding what exactly am i going to do here and i i think it'll come with time because i do think that that he that stuff relearn. comes with time if yeah you, works at it but he had to, like relearn to like run quote unquote like with the, with the footwork king and so i think that comes with time but it's like the offense would be a lot better if he was just playing like a first round uh wide receiver because that only would have a little help it wouldn't just be like because that only was a beast against the seahawks he had his career high in, in yards just um, crazy yeah i know that that was wild to me but, i will say the last thing i'll say about Nikhil is that i do i do really think he should be moved to tight end you think so? I think he's. I don't think he's big enough for. Although I think he could be though. Asi Asi's like six three. He's not. He's not that yeah, tall can either. Can he play? Like, <laughs> I guess he's gonna play more after the bye week, supposedly. So, I mean, that's if they get their game in this week. Right now, they're supposed to, but you never know if someone tests positive. Which yeah. we can. I mean, we haven't even talked about the Cam Newton test positive and yeah. oh, the Titans are exploding and yeah, we can touch on that quickly. Um, but I think when I watched him, I was like, okay, this feels like a guy that can take away. When they drafted him, I thought if he was the replacement to a lot of the red zone targets Gronk took over the middle, but it hasn't been. Hasn't been. I think he could do more. Yeah, there, but, isn't using him enough down there. Because I mean, he's looked good this year in the sense that he's catching the ball. 
he's, and he's using his targets, body well. But he's using his body and like whatnot, but like nine catches for 70 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not doing a lot with your targets. Yeah. But they're there. How much is that is that Cam's not targeting you 20 yards downfield where he did a little in the Seahawks game late. He started hitting them for like 20 yard games. Yeah. But and he looked he looked good on that last drive. The he had like 30 or 40 yards on that last drive alone on in like the Seahawks I mean, I think game. Miles is right though. It's something to monitor for sure. Like he does not look like a first round wide receiver talent, which typically if you're getting drafted in the first round as a wide receiver. The first two years you got to produce. That, but like most teams hit on that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like I think what's the what's the, who's the last first round wide receiver because like that you can think of that was an absolute bust. Akeel Harry, <laughs> I'm, I don't. It doesn't come to mind. Coleman, what's, Corey Coleman, Corey Coleman, Philip Dorsett. But was he? Uh, he was a boss, but was he boss? Boss? Like, nah, he was, he was, he was over. Old. He was overdrafted. The Colts, no, yeah. totally fucking. He should have been drafted. So that's two though. But like, then you think of like you have to really rack your brain. Yeah, you think, think about it. Yeah, because like Julio was a first round pick. Calvin I, Ridley was a first round pick. I was just gonna Odell say Odell was a first round pick. Does it scare you the old story that Bel- about Belichick when um? Who's the Falcons GM came to talk to him? He's Belichick's friend. Um, and he's like, should I pick Julio Jones in the first round? And then Belichick's no, you can get Jonathan Baldwin in the third round, and he's the exact same value as jo- Julio Jones. And it's like, is that why Belichick can't hit on first round? Because he thinks Jonathan Baldwin is Julio Jones? Like, uh, he do- there's a- Belichick doesn't draft wide receivers well. There's some reason for it. I don't know why exactly, but it's just it is what I it is. I haven't seen that. You hadn't. You haven't. No, seen I've that? never heard that until now. Really? You should. You should Google that after this. It was a. It's. It came out. Um. Not like. Not like it was a big leak, but I forget exactly who the Falcon GM was. When I hear his name, I'll know it. Um. But he came. Belichick should I draft Julio Jones early in the first round? He's like, no, go get Jonathan Baldwin instead, or like something like that, um, or someone like that. And of course, Julio Jones was great. Is great. And Jonathan Baldwin is who? But. Thomas Dimitrov. Dimitrov, there it is. Um, he came to Belichick for like for advice, and Belichick, no, go get Jonathan Baldwin instead of Julio Jones. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Can you dra- can you not do this? Like, maybe that's why they don't draft wide receivers well because Belichick has that mindset. Um, drafts of Rose really well, pretty much, but I don't know. That's always been a thing with Belichick. You can't draft wide receivers, and the Patriots can't. And so, I don't know. You got to hope Nikhil Harry isn't following that line. Um, but yeah, we'll would have wound up with John Baldwin. Yeah. Like, no, hey, hey, pal, you should probably get Julio Jones. He's a gigantic freak of nature, and he's nasty. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that could be, maybe Bill just doesn't value or look at, like, because here's the thing, like, in college, a lot of receivers look really good. Yeah. Like, I can understand why it's hard to draft. Nikhil looked nasty. Like, Denzel Mims looks nasty. Like, um, I'm sure Dorsett looked really good. Darius Hayward Bay looked really, really good. Yeah. Dude, he's a, he was a bust. Yeah, he's bad. Um, was he first? Was he a first round? Or was he a he second prob- round? He probably was a first round pick. He probably was. Darius I, Hayward I Bay. That. I think he was. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but then you also have guys like AJ Green look really good. Ow. Julio Jones looks really good. Calvin Johnson looks really good. And it's mm-hmm. like, how do you determine how much of it is? I think he doesn't give enough. Like respect to the bigger conferences almost because yeah. like That's he went out, he went out and took from. his first round pick and spent it on a pack 12 a pack 12 receiver but not an sec like, guy or like, that. like who was an sec guy that could have gone like you know what i mean like yeah. who um like dk came out of the sec where did debo samuel go to school forget south carolina sec 
There you go. I'm not I'm a big Debo Samuel. I love Debo Samuel. I liked him. Um, I know I where do you go to college? I did like him coming out of college in the draft. Um, but yeah, I, maybe it is that. Maybe it's that he doesn't. Maybe he's still programmed. Let's find the diamonds in the rough. Let's let's find better value than what you think you're gonna get. And it's like, no, can you just go get the consensus guy? Get the safer guy. In can the you first just round. go do that, please, so we can play well? Um, so maybe that is it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that 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 Julio Jones story always sticks in my mind when they pick wide receivers. I had not heard that. That 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 is grilled in my mind. I'll be curious to see if we get any engagement or responses from listeners if they're like, I hadn't heard that either. I heard that from Felgren Mass. Hmm. Maybe that's my my uh, long listenership there, but they're big on that. Like they they always hearken on that story. And that's. It, it's it's big. Like, dude, you almost told Thomas Dimitrov to not draft the best receiver in the league for no, or for a number of years. He's been the number for the the best. Maybe he's not now. He's but, the best receiver in the league. Um, when he is healthy, he is the best. Yeah, receiver like he's NFL. he's dominant. It's him and DeAndre Hopkins. He's nasty. Um, and you almost told him to draft John Baldwin over him. It's like that's whether whether and the guy was like, know, do I take Julio or AJ Green? Yeah, and you go John Baldwin. It's like why? Hello. I mean, I'll be curious. I, I mean, I guess we don't have the. The full maybe we're taking that in a vacuum, a little bit because we also don't know. At least the quick thing that I pulled up doesn't say like the reasoning. Who I mean, it was the reason was you could get John Baldwin later, right? Like that yeah. was. Sorry, I'm just looking up that draft now. now I'm just curious. I want to know was he saying like because they took Julio Jones at six? Yeah. He said to take him in like later in the like in the third or second round. I remember. But that. was he saying that because you could have got? I mean, Alden Smith went seven. J.J. Watt went 11. No, when you dive deeper into the story, Belcher flat out says you can get similar production. Like, flat out, like he's good. He's as good as Jonathan uh, Julio Jones. Okay, well then, because I didn't know if a part of it was, I think this guy will be as good as Julio Jones, and you can get him in the third, and in the first, you can get J.J. Watt. No, no, he just flat out said, no, you can you can get the same well, production. I mean, you, you do it in a vacuum, though. Like, if, if you truly think, like, but if he wasn't taking Julio, who was he taking in the first round? Yeah. Like, because that's the thing. Is like, was he saying, would he, was his second point going to be, you can get Alden Smith or J.J. Watt. And then Alden Smith can get... Well, that's Alden Smith being a dum-dum, but yeah. you could have got J.J. Watt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's just, but that that is... that. Obviously, always, obviously, though, yes. like That burns my mind. Anytime Belichick comes up with a wide receiver, it's like something there doesn't compute. Also, Jonathan Baldwin went 26th anyway, so... He didn't go in the second round? No, he went in the first round. He went anyway, does that, so... Does that speak more to Jonathan Baldwin being bad? <laughs> I don't even know it. Like, I didn't even know he did that. That he went in the first round. All right, well, there's one of our first round busts. Hey, there we go. Um, but that's a good point, though. I mean, you look at it quickly. AJ Green, Julio Jones, Jonathan Baldwin. It's bad. Two out of the three you hit, so. Belichick, buddy. All righty. Uh, we can get to the COVID stuff quickly before we wrap up here. Um, I think the NFL has a problem on their hands. And with how many tests have been coming out, I'm just waiting for the Adam Schefter thing. Like kind of like how the woes we came out the NBA season has been suspended. I'm kind of waiting for that with the NFL because I would. It's that whole thing like, oh, it'll never happen to me. Like when bad things happen to people, and I was thinking that when the when the Titans, Steelers, and like Ravens, that whole thing broke out, it was like, um, I don't know. I don't think it was Ravens. I don't know why I said that. Steelers and Titans. Um, I was like, oh, you know that sucks for them, but thank God you know the Patriots aren't involved in it, and now they are. Everyone else is negative besides Cam Newton, but it's like, for now, for for now, um. It takes up to two to five days for it to test. So they could have people test negative today and they could test positive, positive tomorrow or yeah. Tuesday. It, but it's like, it came that quickly here and then the Saints had someone test positive today and the Chiefs had a practice board like member test positive. The Saints, um, the Saints player tested. So so 
the NFL is doing the rapid testing to start. Um, it's like a 15 minute or something. Yeah, it comes back. That's what I had at the doctor's. Um, those aren't very accurate. Okay. Those give you some false positives. I don't know how many, I don't know what their false negative rate is. Um, but so I think it's a PCR is what they call it is the, the accurate test. That's the one where you do. It's multiple days. You do the nasal swab three times in each, in each nostril after you blow your nose. Mm -hmm. Um, that one takes about a day to come back 12 hours give or take. We, that's the one actually that we're doing at work. Mm -hmm. Um, and our turnaround time is we send it out to a lab in Cambridge and we test on Tuesday and you find out your results on Wednesday. Okay. So Patriots did that last yesterday morning, got their results last late last night. And I know that they're, they're waiting on some more um, that are coming in tonight from a lab too. Yeah. So they're, and they probably had them retest again. So those ones are more accurate. They take longer. So those are, that's how they kind of confirm the Saints player, they did the the PCR test and, and he came was, back negative. Oh. So that they they identified the other one. That was a false positive. Oh, okay. But the Titans had like three more people yeah, or they, they two more, more players test positive. So like now they're worried about are they going to be able to play against the Bills next week? Mm -hmm. And this is happening. Like it's starting to break out fast. Like it spreads quick. It's 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 more of like a at first in the beginning of the season it was like oh nobody positive this week nobody positive this week and then all of a sudden now you have like two dozen cases across the league in the matter of like a week or two. And they're like substantial. Like Cam Newton's a big player in this league. Like that's like a holy shit moment, kind of. So it will be interesting to see if any other team, because like you said, the Chiefs practice squad quarterback, ironically, was their practice squad quarterback who was emulating Cam Newton. Yeah, that's that is pretty ironic. That's ironic. Um, Double up on our Cam. Like honestly, like commitment. <laughs> commitment. I'm a bit. Being we appreciate Cam it. Newton. We appreciate it. Thank you. Obviously, we hope they're all healthy. Yeah, they, but, they, and they get better. But we hope they they're fine. Like, the, the same, like they had one person, the Falcons, the Falcons had one player test positive last week, mm -hmm. got them in isolation. No one tested negative. Everybody else tested negative after. That. Yeah. If that happens to the Patriots and the Chiefs, this then could just be a Titans issue. It's like Titans, the Tennessee Titans, like, what are you doing where your entire team is exploding, yeah. but the rest <laughs> of the NFL can handle it? I mean, I think, I think they need, they could go to like a, like a multi city type bubble. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, it seems like the only thing like with the NHL and the NBA, those are the that's what works. cases that worked. Where like right, yeah, like all those the bubble. Like MLB had issues and still does, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like MLB whatever. Did. And they obviously didn't have a bubble and they were going city to city. They obviously and they're in played a playoff in, bubble now. And yeah, I know no, that, they, yeah, they they're sectioned off into cities now. Yeah. And I know, yeah, like they were only playing specific teams too. Like they weren't going like crazy, like playing random teams or Toronto like, couldn't play in Toronto anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But it's, the I've saw I've seen people. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go too far on this because we're yeah. we don't want to run too long on COVID because a lot of it's <laughs> COVID's a, last a, year, a, dude. We no, <laughs> so old. A lot of it's tough. It's because so March. Oh, dude. <laughs> so four months ago. Um, it's kind of tough because you don't know you don't know a lot of the positives and negatives. Um, if they're real or not. But I saw somebody say the NFL is acting like COVID doesn't exist, and it's kind of true. Like you don't hear much acknowledgement of it, and I get it. Like. They're testing all the time and they're doing as much as they can, I guess. But it is they're letting fans in stadiums still. Like the Chiefs still have people in stadiums. Well, they're leaving it up to the teams. I think. I think the teams. I'm, are, not, I'm not blaming. The, I'm saying the NFL as like a whole. Not yeah, like, they're kind of the just of, like we're doing what we need to do for players, and that's it. Yeah, like teams and like the NFL as a whole, like as an entire organization, as an entire affiliate with 32 teams. Like they're kind of like why don't fans, regardless of social distancing, just until this is a little bit better, just don't have them in. Like, we've seen that works elsewhere. 
just as do you guys want to keep playing? Do you still want to keep making money? Do you want to have the product on TV? Nobody in the stadium. That's it. Because all it takes is fucking I don't know, Johnny Appleseed to walk around, cough somewhere, and then some dude walks through it a minute later before the, the air is sanitized and like gone. And he's sick. Like just shit like that. Like you're 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 so, risking it. I mean, I agree, but I also wonder, like, thinking of every time I've been to Gillette. I mean, I am nowhere near anywhere a player would be. Oh, I know. I'm just so saying like, how like, much how much of it can like I'm just saying in general, like you can't being in the same stadium as a as a virus can't be great. Yeah, but I mean, if you're never closer than like 45, 50 feet yeah. to like the edge of the grass, part of me wonders like but does it spread? from a public health standpoint, yeah. should you probably not. From a standpoint of like if I am playing, I was, yeah, if I, I am saying, on the bench, can Johnny Appleseed sitting up in the fifth row, <laughs> can he actually sick. get me sick? I mean, I'm assuming no. Yeah. But I would say more from a public health standpoint. From a public like, health standpoint, I would agree, yes. Yeah. But even then, I guess if we're going to go down this road, kind of like, does Johnny Appleseed cough on a staff worker or like a concession worker? And the concession worker comes in contact with a staff worker and the staff worker comes in contact with somebody in the team. And like, yeah. Like, that's a little extreme. Like, I get it. I mean, but that's like, why I think, I mean, I think a bubble makes the most sense. I mean, it I does. think it's tough with, it's tough because. How do you bubble an NFL? How do you, how do you bubble football teams? And how do you, how do you, cause with the fields is the issue is that I'm thinking of. Yeah. I, I was saying, I was talking to some friends the other day and I was saying like, I feel like you could do like a multi city bubble where it's like hypothetically, let's say like all of the Northeast teams bubbled at Patriots place. And That's what like, I was saying. Yeah. Or and not, I'm not saying it has to be Patriots place, but like hypothetically you could host your games there because you have. They have a practice bubble, they have Gillette, and they have, like, three practice fields. Yeah, and you could play games on them. And you could probably fit three games at a time, at mm-hmm. least, I would imagine. One in the bu- one in the practice bubble, one in Gillette, and one on, at least one on the practice field, because I don't know if there's enough room to, like, hold a whole sideline yeah. between them all because they're practice fields. Mm-hmm. Um, could you if imagine, they, If they could, great, but... The sightline might be an issue for, like, TV stuff. Like, that's why Disney worked for the NBA. They already had... Which is why cameras. I know, the, which is why I think like one practice field, like use the middle practice yeah. field, so you could build up some TV stuff, and yeah. then like the the bubble should be fine. You can probably make that work, mm-hmm. and then you, obviously you have Gillette, so that's three games. And say it's like okay, the Bills, Jets, Giants, Patriots, and even then it's like okay, like they all stay in the hotels at the Patriot Place. They don't have to stay there to play their games there because like hypothetically, all these teams have private charter. Yeah. So you could argue like isolate yourselves, isolate yourselves and you all practice in Gillette. But then when the Patriots go to play the Chiefs in maybe the Midwest bubble or, or the central part bubble, like central part of the country, maybe they're in Colorado. Geography. Yeah. Geography. Right. Uh, but they're in Colorado. It's like, OK, Patriots are going to practice in Gillette. So are the Bills. So are the Giants. So are the Jets. But then like the Patriots are going to Kansas City this week. Uh, I don't know who they're playing. Let's say like the Jets had to go to Miami. They can go fly down to play in the Miami in the Florida bubble like. You could do little hot spots and just have like teams practice in a bubble, but then fly to the other bubble to play there, and game. then fly right back after, and then fly back because they they're all private charter. Like they yeah. could definitely it's do all that. it's all like during contact with like thousands of civilians. Yeah, and it's obviously hard because then you have to coordinate like not the charter because like they're gonna have the private buses and planes. Like that's fine, but coordinating like catering at a bunch of different hotels, yeah. practice times, and all that stuff. It's it's convoluted. It's tough, but. It might be necessary to save a season if it starts going. It might be this far. Like, it's it's. I wouldn't be shocked if they go playoff bubble, something or something like that. But like, I think they need to consider it now. I mean, there were reports that coaches were calling and saying like, it's it was they were I I forget if it was floated or if there were coaches floating it saying, why don't we just cancel this week at this point? 
Which would make sense. Give everyone a week to like, like give everybody a, like make this a league wide bye week, and then figure it out from there. Yeah. Have everyone's bye week be this week, and go because that's the other thing is like if they're gonna have to start canceling games because there's now they're moving around buys because they're gonna have to move around buys and it's working right now with it's one team it's like one it's really one game that messed it up, but if the Patriots have to if they have to cancel the Patriots game because like three guys test positive tomorrow and they're like okay well now we now we have to cancel it because yeah. we don't know who else could be positive still and everyone still flew on that flight together tomorrow morning right and then it's like okay uh we have to cancel so then we don't have the same buy as the chiefs so we have to shuffle two different bye weeks around and plus there's already a bye week shuffled it it's gets, like at it that point bad. it's a logistic nightmare and then it's like the Steelers at one point were worried that they weren't even gonna have a buy like mike tom was like we'll play through it if we have to it's fine we're like we're adults we're men and it's yeah. like that's like a that's a serious like competition issue what's what's your issue just some tour stuff. We'll get to it. It's oh, football oh, we'll related, it. so it's fine. Oh, um, but I mean, like that, that was me wrapping up. So that's a real competition issue. Yeah. Um, because you can't like a buy is really really big for guys to like get acclimated or get healthy or stuff like that. And if you just don't have a a buy, it's like this team's rested two weeks out because they played on Thursday and had a Sunday buy, so they're like they're rested well. But this team just played like the Chiefs. They're I don't know if you saw this. They're playing three games in nine days. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. They're gonna play tonight. They're gonna play. Next Sunday, and then they play they Thursday. They play tomorrow night if they play. Yeah, they play Tuesday or Monday, whatever it is. Um, Sunday and then Thursday, And right? then Thursday. So it's, it might be 10 days now that it's not a Tuesday game. They might Monday flex game. out the Thursday game. But they might try to reschedule like, that and make it a Sunday. You're, you're, you're having dudes get in three car accidents in 10 days, effectively, because that's what everyone equates a football game to. Like, you're getting in a bad car accident with how much you get hit. Yeah. And it's like, these dudes are going to take insane punishment over the next 10 days. Sometimes it's big for a and team to already, play. And you've already seen an injury problem because there wasn't a preseason. Yeah. They didn't have time to ramp up. And it's like, like people make a big deal of like, damn, short and weak, like Sunday to Thursday is tough. Now you're going to do Sunday, uh, Tuesday, Sunday, or Monday, Sunday, Thursday. That's insane. That like people, guys don't even practice that much Or it could be Tuesday, sometimes. Sunday. Yeah. Like it could, it, be eight pushed. it could be eight days. It's bad. It's bad. Like that's, that's like incredibly unsafe. And so if I'm the Chiefs, I'm like protesting that immediately. Like, what are you doing? We're not playing three games in nine days, ten days, eight days, yeah. whatever it is. Um, but that's what I would say is like they have to get this under control because that's a it can cause some real problems down the line. What's the uh, Twitter news? Oh, nothing. It wasn't really exciting uh, or too exciting. But like two things. Uh, last time I was scrolling, uh, Lions are beating the Saints fourteen nothing in the first quarter. Of course, so that was pretty funny. And. Uh, I just saw a funny tweet that said uh, Tom Brady moved to Tampa and became addicted to throwing pick sixes, and he, did he not decided throw to throw six. another pick six. Tom, did he really? And no. it's fourteen to seven. The Chargers are up right now. Tom, yeah, feels kind of bad, dude. He's throwing three pick sixes this year, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, and he I, threw one in the Titans game last year. That wasn't his fault, but he threw. That it. was yeah, that was that was. I, on I more so am like shocked because, I mean, I everyone says the Arians' offense is so hard to learn, it's and the quarterbacks f- struggle in that first year. But I was like, it's, it's Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. He's so smart. Like, he's going to be fine. It's like his fourth pick six and shit, six Maybe games. not. Oh, fourth pick six and six Also, games. Justin Herbert season. He threw a 76-yard bomb, I think, or okay. some shit like that. I literally dropped him. Dime. And I'm in a 14-team league, which is like, we're, I'm in a 14-team league with a lot of people carrying backup quarterbacks. Some have three quarterbacks. And I'm sitting here, like, crying because I had to start. I, like, was like. Who do I start? And I couldn't, I didn't have no one to pick up. So I had to drop, I dropped Justin Herbert for uh, Baker Mayfield this week. Oof, Baker. And of course, he threw a bomb. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, Jarvis Landry threw a bomb. By the way, he threw some like 30 yard pass to Jarvis Landry's getting more throws than Baker Mayfield is yeah. now. You're, you can't just trade Jarvis Landry away in that league. <laughs> Let him a bitch. And then, I will uh, say, to, oh, you got, 
And what else? Uh, I was just trying to think. Um, oh, Latavius Murray just scored, so I, I was wrong. It's 14-7 now. Okay. Uh, Lions, but still, they're up. Ooh, Mike Evans limped off the field. Oh, and CeeDee Lamb. Oh, God, that sucks. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb. Uh, one catch, 43 yards, touchdown. And nice. I was like, thank you for that. No Michael Gallup. <laughs> um, I will say to end the, to end the podcast, because now we're, we're going a little long. Yep. Um, Joe, I will shout out Joe. Joe's love for Justin Herbert is looking to be rightly placed. Um, I, I mean, I liked Herbert too coming out, but Joe was right. I mean, Joe was, was riding the Herbert train the entire way out of Oregon. So he looks good. He looks really good. He looks... All I'm saying is he's got he looks, so much freaking smart. talent. Yeah. And... If I mean I I don't think Oregon hasn't produced a ton of great NFL players. I don't think they just have a. I just don't think that they've had a great coaching staff. Yeah, they, well, they the had Chip like, Kelly for a while, right? They had Chip Kelly, and then they've had some other guy, and like they haven't developed players. Like mm-hmm. they've played well, they won games, but they haven't developed guys. And I think <laughs> Herbert, who was an academic All American, like he's a smart <laughs> guy. Like Joe was big on that. Give him a coach that can teach you. And don't get me wrong, I don't think Anthony Lynn's a great NFL say, coach, but. I mean, he's better than whatever he, he had at Oregon. Whatever, yeah, like, whatever the hell he's scrapping along at Oregon. I also, <laughs> and I also, I know Miles is big on Tua, but I still think Tua could be Tua. Tua might not be as good as people think purely because he had also like the greatest receiving core in college for like might have been the best receiving core in college he that anyone has had in the past like twenty years. Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, fucking Devonte Smith, or who yeah. like he just ridiculous. Literally could have had four. They're all. Four, They're all going to go first, first round. round. He's he was at one time he had four receivers that will get drafted in the yeah. first round. Yep. So and he had OJ Howard at the end. Oh oh yeah, just casually. Yeah, yeah just, so, just, just one in. of the better just tight ends. Name drop that in there. Uh, Alrighty. Any but, other closing thoughts? This is a long one. I think that's it. I mean, it was it was good to get a long one in though because yeah, we missed you. We, we missed, missed you all. We missed two weeks. Um, Isaiah was very keen on us getting an episode in this week. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, we didn't play as I can. We didn't really talk to me. It's tough. Isaiah, leave us another voicemail soon. Isaiah left us a voicemail that the Nuggets would win in seven. And he, well, he and called he called and Nuggets in seven, then he left us a voicemail, and we were going to put it in. We never got to an NBA episode timely, and now it feels like it's a little late. The voicemail was very talking about like how well the Nuggets played and like why he thought like Jamal Murray and like Nikola Jokic were like really good and like that they couldn't stop that um the Clippers like just couldn't shut them down and like which ended up he being, was a hundred percent right. Ended up being true, but so, it doesn't feel. For that prudent to play it now that it's like way too late two weeks removed so sorry about that isaiah if you want to leave another one yeah or anybody in, anyone yeah we have our voicemail um i don't remember it off the top I of my was head just gonna try it's to on our twitter account it's on our instagram account it's on our facebook page you can find it you can tweet at us and we can send it to you leave us a voicemail probably put you on the show if we don't have another two week i hate yeah as long as we don't miss another two weeks which we I shouldn't that. i mean we it, shouldn't. Was, it was extenuating circumstances miles and i were busy joe was traveling so yeah so we should be though. fine Get us your voicemails. We're happy to do. Other thing that we're going to be doing um, is we've talked about it briefly and we got to finalize it, but we, uh, we're going to have a guest on to do fancy football stuff soon. Mm-hmm. Probably looking at sometime this week, most likely. So you might get a double episode this week. It might get released next week, but you'll get another. You got a fully fantasy football focused episode at some point. As well. that. That, was a, that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. Fully fan, fully focused fully fantasy, fantasy football. football focused. There it is. Something like that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All righty. As always, See be safe. Deuces. Cue the music. Da-da-da-da-da-da.